Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a G Radio, it's episode 541 for December 10th, 2018. We're almost to the end of 2018. I will have to remember to start saying 2019 in just three short weeks. <sighs> time flies when you, yeah, time flies when you have fun. There's a lot of fun video games. We're gonna talk about it, but on the show this week we got a Mr. Drew. Hello. We got the Wombat too. Uh, hello, Will. <laughs> we got Anthony. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. About video games. I'm glad you clarified. I, I mean, I didn't want anybody to get confused. Sometimes we talk about serious, serious issues, political issues. When's the last time we went on a food tangent? God. You know, it, it usually happens towards the end of the show because everybody gets hungry. Like, ah, oh, man, what am I going to eat today? Ah, oh, i got to have some of that nasty Taco Bell. Oh, it's so delicious. Oh. And that's the reason why I thought you and Drew were both like a thousand pounds each. <laughs> and I still listen. And it didn't help that, like, Ken for, like, I don't know, the first year that I listened it was always, like, having to hit the cough button. <laughs> Well, you know, that's what happens when you kill yourself for 20 years. Yeah. But then you stop killing yourself and you stop coughing. Look at that. Kids don't Ain't that crazy. Yeah, kids don't smoke cigarettes. And apparently, like, the, the Game Awards said don't vape because it leads to cigarettes. Well, that, yep. is the, that is the thing is that kids who have never smoked before um, try I'm vaping. vaping. <laughs> and the vaporizers, some, certain ones, have nicotine in them. Now they're addicted to nicotine. Granted, the source that they're getting that nicotine is not, I wouldn't say not as deadly. No, it's still an addictive drug, for sure. Yeah. But but I don't think, but will nicotine kill you? I don't think nicotine will kill you. I think it's just... It's like caffeine, right? Yeah, it's, I mean... It's, it's kind of hard to tell, because like usually the other stuff in a cigarette kills you before the nicotine has a chance. Yeah. It's very true, yeah. Yeah, nobody's done a long-term study on if just inhaling nicotine will kill you at some point. But, you know, at this point, the, the vape machine was a step away from the cigarettes for me. So, like, whenever people are like, don't vape, kids, I'm like, well, I'm, unless you smoke, then vape all you want so you stop smoking. <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure I'll... Uh... Medical professionals are excited for their well, uh, their uh, volunteer guinea pigs on oh, the yeah. effects of long-term nicotine. Let's see what happens when you just inhale nicotine and water vapor for 20 years. What happens then? Yeah, this one, this one uh, is like a birthday cake. Why don't you try it out? Yeah, people get into that stuff like, I, you know, I totally get why people think 
that like vapors are douchebags because whenever I go to pick up the stuff for mine, I'm always like, dude, there's like twelve. This is like fucking Baskin Robbins or something in here. There's there's way too many flavors and there's like weird flavors. It's just weird. Yeah, I think that's the primary concern on the vape side is that it's marketed with happy flavors that kids might be interested in. It's hey, probably you... more likely to get them addicted to nicotine than cigarettes because cigarettes but, are gross. But don't you have uh, flavored cigarettes in the states still? Have we done this? I think they, I think they got away from those. I think they banned those. Okay. Yeah, I don't but know if we have, have flavored. Menthol. I mean, they sell like flavored um, c- cigarellos and cigars. Yeah, and stuff, that's a bit. But... That's a bit different. It's but like straight up cigarettes. But... I think they got rid of the flavored stuff a while back because it. But was you this... still have menthols. Yeah, uh, menthol yeah, we don't even have those in, in For Canada. now, there's, there's discussion yeah. of them getting rid of that. I wouldn't be surprised. Because I've smoked a menthol. Like, it's not... Does it make you nearly... cool? No. That cool it made me cough, flavor. and then I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. But no, it's... It yeah, was... I'll be... I just... I think what would be nice is if can our kids' generations just think cigarettes are the like look back on cigarettes the way we look on lead paint <laughs> <laughs> like We're, like how the hell did anybody have... have that in their house now yeah. i have a question i have a question though when was lead paint cool people just paint themselves with lead paint like it's not about it's not about painting themselves anthony they huffed it yeah oh paint fumes will get you or... high i'm sorry i don't want to be given <laughs> even, still, I'm lead paint anymore, though. But you don't have to. Be, it doesn't. I, it's not. It's not lead. The, the lead paint was totally different. That was I, the people that ate chips. I just mean. So here's my point. My point is, holy shit, this stuff is so bad for you. Why did anybody ever use it? Oh, that's yeah. my point. Yeah, we um, asbestos. Asbestos, right? Like my hope, which, uh, by the way, I believe is. Uh, uh, probably in some of the cigarettes that you've smoked over the years. It, it totally uh, is, just like formaldehyde is, which is disgusting. <laughs> but uh, my hope is that people in my son's generation just never even think about smoking as a possibility. They haven't started smoking yet. They're too busy flossing. Yeah, it's oh. true. That's it. Floss Four don't smoke. Get- <laughs> <laughs> save the world. I'm least, putting that on a t-shirt. Save- Floss don't smoke. Floss don't smoke. <laughs> At least they're you know worrying about their dental hygiene. It's true. Except it's true. That we can get it's true. All these kids to do these stupid dances, they won't have time to smoke cigarettes. Oh God! First time your kid does the floss is the first time you just fall into a corner and you cry in public. Yeah, I, no, absolutely. I have no shame. I don't care. I'll cry anywhere. Let's talk about video games, Drew. Have you played any yeah. video games? I am. I am currently playing The Evil Within 2 for Phoenix Down. That's a good game. Um, unfortunately, Uh-oh. Uh, un- un- unknown to me, uh, when we finished recording the last episode of Phoenix Down, Matt said, hey, by the way, i got to go to England for two weeks. <laughs> so we're going to have to put The Evil Within 2 on hiatus until he gets back. So basically it won't be the nightmare before Christmas, it'll be the nightmare. It'll be the nightmare during Christmas. <laughs> after <laughs> Christmas. And after, and the New Year's <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> The new nightmare, if the, you will. The new ni- oh, ooh, fancy. Oh, that's right. So it's like someone wants to play alone in the dark. Oh, stop it! Your jokes aren't funny. No, that's not even a joke. 
That's a threat. <laughs> hey, a new nightmare was one of the Alone in the Dark subtitles. I don't know which one. Uh, it was the PS2 one, right? Might have been. Sure. I just I was thinking of more of the Freddy. Yeah, Freddy movie. Movie. Oh. I can't remember which one that was. I think it was the one where it was. Um, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Dream where... Warriors because that's the best one. No, is a new is a new nightmare the one where it it's... was the actual actors and the the like, yeah. they didn't realize it was real, but it was actually real. Was that the one? I think. Yeah, so. they brought back what's her name from the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Robert yeah. England was like talking to her, and he's like, "Freddy's not real," and like, "Oh yeah, Freddy's totally real." That was actually not a bad movie. It's okay. They pulled a Scream Three, where they were making the movie about the events of the first movie. Yeah, and it's weird because yeah. then after that they switch from Robert England to the dude from um, Bad News Bears, the kid that was also he, in Watchmen. The guy in Watchmen. Yeah, the guy in Watchmen. Um, it's also in Preacher, and I can't remember his name right now. Uh, I don't know what that guy's name it's, is. His yeah. last name's uh, Earl Haley, right? Yeah, Jackie Earl yeah. Haley. Yeah, that's Jackie Earl Haley. I couldn't remember if it was James or Jackie, but yeah. That dude was big for like a year and then has not been in anything since. <laughs> no, he was in Preacher as one of the main... Like I said, he hasn't been in anything big since. Preacher was good. Preacher's don't... actually a pretty big AMC show, man. Yeah. I don't know the if Walking Dead is it, though, because, you know... Yeah. Walking Dead's what you're talking about. It's that's dead. All, that's all people talk about. It's a great show. Ever. Now they going to make movies. It's like Game of Thrones. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, anything else? Yeah. What else? What else is going on, Drew? What else are you playing? Um, I am playing a game for review. I am playing uh, Mutant Year Zero. Um, did anybody else play that here? I played through the, the tutorial level. Okay. That's because it's on Game Pass, so I downloaded it, played through... So you get to, what is it, like, you're on your way to the ship or something, or the home base. Ark. Yes, the Ark. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, that is, man, how do I describe this game? It's, it's XCOM combat mixed with tactical espionage action sneaking around. <laughs> yeah, in the tutorial, there's like a level 55 enemy that you have to sneak past. Yeah. And that game so will apparently... Metal Gear work. Acid without the card game? Sure. That works. Yeah. If you get spotted... So that's one of the great things about this game is that you can sneak and make yourself hidden and just wait in ambush. So let's say there's a guy patrolling around and he's like 100 feet away, way over there. You can hide behind a tree... And just have that unit sit there until that guy walks back by again. And now you're five feet away from him and you got a shotgun to his face. Uh, so they allow for better positioning than XCOM was. XCOM was once you got spotted, everybody, it, it, it's combat time. Everybody knows where you are and you know where everybody else is. Kinda. In this game, everything is basically a fog of war. So as long as I've got a guy hidden, he is always hidden until he is activated into combat. So that's really nice. Uh, there is an issue, though. Much like XCOM, this game is hard as balls. And, man, talk about devastating. Because unlike XCOM, where if you all your guys die, you just get a mission failed, and you go back to base, and you just recruit more guys, this one... You have main characters, so 
let's say it's a lot like Fire Emblem. So they where, can die? What's that? They can die, like, permanent? Um, yes. But if everybody dies, you just have to start the whole mission over. <laughs> oh, God, if I lost the duck, I would be totally sad. Um... Yeah, so that's the the big draw to this game is that it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world where mutants now roam the world, including essentially Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle versions of animals. So there is a walking, talking duck and a uh, pig and maybe a warthog. He looked like pig Um, to me. He looked like Paige from Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, it's a lot like Paige. Um, and then most, I think all humans are dead, but there are humanoid mutants because you run into another one who joins your party and she looks like a human, but I got a horn in her head. Look, Darth um, Maul. What's that? She's like Darth Maul. Kind of. Or maybe, maybe a uh, uh, punished snake. That was shrapnel, wasn't it? That was shrapnel, but it's still a horn. (laughs) It wasn't a mutation, it was shrapnel. (laughs) Maybe it was a mutation, and Hideo Kojima just didn't have enough time and resources to actually put that in the game. We didn't get the rest of the story. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so it's it's a tactical combat game with dice roll mechanics. There's still the, you got a 75% chance to hit this guy, and you're going to miss every time. You know what? That's that sounds bad until you've played a game where you will hit every time and the enemy will hit every time. It, that's so much worse. That's the spy game you're talking about, right? Yeah. Where I literally like so in that game you couldn't really hide. Like you could, but it was not really all that intuitive. And then enemies would shoot and basically hit you and make impossible shots. Um and I could do that too, but I was limited by the fact that I'm a player and not a computer that kind of knows where I am too. Like, obviously, I can only see what I can see on the map, and the computer knows where I am because it's controlling it. So they'd send bad guys towards my direction on the same side of the street of me, make a shot through a window and hit one of my people. And in that game, they can permanently die as well. And there's a main character, which is me, um, that if I die alone, that game is over. Right. Uh, just yeah. So it sounds bad at first, but that random dice roll could save you too. But when a bat, like when baddies can make shots that they shouldn't be able to, that's when that whole mechanics. Like you know what, dice rolls would have been much nicer because then I could maybe get away with that. Yeah. Plus, my game didn't have ducks and pigs as playable characters. So, my issue is that. Maybe I'm looking at it in a wrong angle, but there's plenty of times in this game where I can, I know my character can totally see that guy, but it pops up saying no chance to hit. And I'm like, really? The guy is like hanging off the corner almost, you know? So I don't know. Um, I'm enjoying the game. Uh, I, I just feel like that some of the mechanics make that game way more difficult now people who love XCOM and love strategy games like this you're going to really like this game Uh, 
It's a lot like XCOM. XCOM is one of those games where you either really, really love this game or you kind of hate it. And uh, anybody who really loves XCOM is going to love this game. It's basically a a comedic XCOM game because they try to throw in a bunch of jokes and stuff and um, kind of make it slightly cartoonish. Uh, apparently, I didn't know this. It's based on a tabletop role-playing game. Yeah, from Sweden, right? Yeah. So I, is that where, isn't that, wasn't that where Blackguards was from? It might have been. I know this thing has been huge and like nobody's had the rights to it. I remember hearing the story about this this tabletop was like it's very huge in Sweden, like it's it's built by a local company and they just they've never gotten the rights to a video game and somebody finally did and they were just trying to do it right. So right. they they put a lot of work into this thing. They they did a good job. I, I I will give it to them. They they really did a good job. It's one of those. It's it's a difficult game, and there's no getting around that. Um, you're just gonna you're gonna have to play safe. You're gonna have to play strategic. If you you can't go around and say, oh, I see a guy, let me just ambush him right away. No, you need to pick your shots. You need to set up good positions, and if you don't, you're gonna die. So. Um, it's, it's definitely a more methodical game than what a lot of people would want. So, uh, just keep that in mind. But if you, if XCOM's your jam, then you need to pick this game up. It's, it's really good in that sense. Uh, let's see. I played a little bit more Red Dead 2, not enough to even really talk about. Unfortunately, you'll finish that game sometime next year. I probably won't, dude. I bought God of War in preparation for November, and guess what? It's December, and I haven't even booted it. You probably should. When? Sometime. Tell me when, Ken. All that time you're not playing the Evil Within two. I I'm doing my life then. <laughs> What's that? That's overrated. We talked. But you already put away side for Evil Within two. <laughs> That's that's. I only have enough time for that. But you're not playing but, it. Well, 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 yes, yeah, this is what that's what he, that's what he was going for. You're not playing it for the next two weeks. So that's God true. Of. I am not playing it for the next two weeks. You got God of War time. I do have God of War time. It's only fifteen twenty hours. You can do it. Okay. I will do it. I mean, it won Game of the Year, Drew. Come on. I, I spoilers. We're gonna get into that. Yeah, but nobody cares who won. They just want to know what trailers came out. It's very true. <laughs> I mean, best music, Red Dead, I get it, but no. Was there anything, what else was in that category? I don't remember. Uh, Celeste was in it. That's good music. Which, uh, yeah, that's 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 the kind of thing that should have won. Was the Messenger in there? I don't think it was, but it should No, the Messenger's been. musics are it's fucking great. Yeah, those are pretty good. Anyway, we're skipping ahead. Yep. Um, all right, so there we go. There you go. I will I will do my best. I'm not going to guarantee anything, but I will do my best that this week, during my allotted time where I would normally play The Evil Within 2, since we are taking two weeks off, I will do my best to play God of War. See, all we got to do is get him to start it, and then he'll finish it. It's that good. Red Dead Redemption 2 is really good. Red Dead Redemption 2 is really good, but see, here's, yeah, here's no. the here's the oh difference. 
Red Dead Redemption 2 is a very plodding, you know, slow-paced, like, um, experience. God of War is a visceral 15-hour in your fucking face. And it's hard to put down. And, and far more accessible. That game's real good. Okay. Okay. I will try my best to beat God of War before we have Game of the Year deliberations. You should, because it'll probably be right there. Okay. Number one. Anything else before we move on? I think that is it. All right. Mr. Anthony, you got some video games to talk about. I got some video games. Um, Still can't talk about one of them, apparently. Nobody cares. I know. Um, And then, so I can can talk about Zen Pinball now. Yeah, that that pack, not as good as uh, the first, quite frankly. Um, You know, it's nice that they're bringing these tables over, but just don't think this selection was all that great. Um, one of them is just uh, so loud and noisy that I'm sure it'd be fine if you're playing amongst other pinball tables that are also making their own noise, but this is the only thing I can hear from playing it, and it's just uh, like great. Um, and the original table was better in that one than the stuff that Zen did to it. Um it's it's more of a sh- technical show in the original table too that would have had like the mechanical head watching where your ball went, um, but when it's just you know all animated, it's not as appealing. Um, one table, uh, black rose, I think is what it's called. Um, I find it super easy to lose the ball on the left channel next to the left flipper, and it's annoying that I can like basically finish all three balls in less than a minute because it's just so it's so easy to lose it um but there is one table in there that's great it's the attack from mars not mars attacks um but uh that table's a lot of fun um i just wish it was not with the other two tables that i just don't think are as good um but I've noticed that they're not doing any old tables. Um, like these are all from the '90s, and I kind of like them to do, you know, pinbot, which is very basic pinball table for sure. But that I think opens up their options to do a lot more of the stuff that they're good at, like the animations and like the little toys that sit on top of the table and everything. I think they could really br- breathe new life into it. But I just they haven't gone back that far. Um, and the problem is the more they keep doing these newer tables, it's going to make those older tables seem like so far off. I wish they'd chose now like to take an old, a super old table, kind of one of those like 89, 90 tables and then the 96 to 99 sort of era tables with each of these packs. But, um, you know, if, if you're buying pinball tables, I'd still go with the first one over this. Um, uh, what else have I played? Um, played very little of Override Mech City Brawl. Um, I haven't played enough to really know how I feel about that game yet. Um, controls are a little weird for me to get used to right now. Um, was it unexpected? Uh, uh, I wasn't expecting um, the actions kind of be the fight, like the fighting moves, to be attached to the L1, R1, R2, L2 sort of, uh, or left trigger, right trigger all that stuff. Um, wasn't expecting it there. I was expecting face buttons. So that was kind of jarring. 
Um, and I also played a bit of Monster Boy. I played probably an hour. Um, I can't put my time into it because I have games review. Um, yep, that's what I was expecting to be. Um, it was nice to see that they took music and cues from not only Wonder Boy 3, uh, which is where I thought they were going to do, and were working off of the Genesis uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World game as well. Um, not only by remixing music from the original games, but uh, just some of the things like early on, you get a pair of iron boots that allow you to sink to the bottom of the ocean. And that was something in Monster World that you could do with the Trident, but that was much further on. So you had to kind of go back and explore all the underwater areas. And everything. Um, but man, that game's pretty looking. I, I Watching the trailer didn't really show me how good that game was going to look. Um, once I saw it in motion, it's, Amazing. I'm really glad they went back and redid all the artwork for the last year or so. That's basically it. You know, I played that game and the crabs are so happy until you fucking shove a sword in them and then they yeah. get very angry. Um, I was surprised they brought the fire flowers back. Um, I mean, yeah, this ain't Mario. Reflect their... Sorry? This ain't Mario. Not sure if you're making a joke or not. I, I, God damn! I I actually probably played that game more than you did. I played probably. Would I make it through? I made it all the way back to the town after you're the pig in the sewers. Yeah, I have not done that far. I'm literally on the beach still trying to find all the stuff. Oh no! I I went through the sewers, turned into a pig, and all you can do is smell shit, secrets. It's a fucking weird game. That's Wonder Boy three to some extent. Um. But I, I like definitely the setup of the sort of going to towns and everything and having actual people to talk to and there being more of a direct story is a Wonder Boy and Monster World game, which is available on Xbox One with the backwards compatibility. It was free, Monster, too. And there's, yeah, and there's Monster Boy... Uh, I forgot to mention, there's also references Monster World 4 with a little thing that flies that gives you the um, ability to cast fire. He's directly referencing Monster World 4. So, which, again, was in that bundle that you should have got for free. It used to be in Game Pass as well. I don't know if it is anymore. I don't think so. I don't know. I just knew it was Game Pass. got removed. Gold, so it was free. I got my free games. Alright. Uh, we'll move on to the world, Bear. Alright. So, I have played um, a considerable amount more Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, I am now on chapter six, um, so I'm making uh, oh, making wow. my way right. What's that? You're almost there. Yeah, how many chapters are there? Eight. There's six chapters and then two epilogues. Oh, okay. So, yep. So making my way, uh, making my way right through that, and um, stop, stop, stop saying making my way because because all you can think of is making my way downtown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is happening oh, right now? Great, <laughs> Vanessa Carlton reference on the podcast in 2018. I can't. I can't. I mean, how many times will we reference stuff from years gone? Yeah, but nothing that obscure. True. That's not really obscure. It was kind of like a big joke back in the hey, day. Hey, Drew, can I ask you a question? Sure. If I could fall into the sky, do you think time would pass me by? This is, will be my last podcast. <laughs> I do miss you, and I do love you. Wow. True. 
That's very true. Truer words were never spoken. So she was that... really a. Uh, she was really the, uh, the the poet of our time. God. How about that Truly. Red Dead? That's, huh? How about that Red Dead? That's a good game, right? Oh God, it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to play that more too. It's so good. I. It's this is. I know I said this before, but this is going to be. I think the hardest year for me in terms of game of the year. Um, it's so hard for me to decide on a number one game this year. Um, especially considering my son just beat Spider-Man. So I got to experience a lot of that game over again, watching him play it. Uh, and God's story at the end of that game is just so good. Like the last, the last probably four hours of that game are unbelievable. Um, can I, Yes, yeah. I can maybe knock Spider-Man down to like third place. <laughs> Think about all the time that you don't remember in that game, which is the swinging around, not really doing anything. I don't think I don't think that's true at all. I remember I, I remember I, that I part feel well like... because I. So here's here's what I'm gonna say, and I I loved God of War. I love the story in God of War. There is a hell of a lot more about the in between stuff in God of War that I'll never remember. Than mm. the swinging around in Spider-Man. I, I just think um, the city is so, and I realize it's New York, so they have something they have to stick to. But I found that city so sort of generic at some point, which is again not the fault of the developers at all because they recreated it. and to the fact that they scaled it down a bit too. Like, um, but it, it's just a city is a boring environment where I'm not going to really discover anything. There's like a, one or two things that I was like, wow, and then I was like, yep, that's it, everybody. Like, yeah, in, but, but to, like, God of War, all the time in between, I was seeing this new world. To, to me, that was more exciting. God of War, though, the, the, half the time you spend rowing around the same lake. That's true, but I at least got to have uh, stories. Yeah, sure. You see, you know, the, I, I just, I think um, uh, in terms of gameplay, um, Spider Man to me is the best of the year. Mm. Just be, I, I feel like the actual minute to minute gameplay was the tightest in Spider Man. Um, I just don't know that I can put it on top based on the narrative in God of War and Red Dead. It, see, um, that's the part where I'd go like Spider Man's narrative is amazing. Sure, because because it, it just it it. it it zigged when you thought it was going to zag with the story, you know, like it, it just, it works. So it was things you knew about the, the characters. And then it was like, I mean, we're going to do something different too. I don't so know. It was just interesting in that sense. You're, you're, you're making the point that, um, as to why I'm having trouble deciding which one to put yeah, first, fair. because the, if I enjoyed the gameplay in Spider-Man the most, and I love the story. Um, so, there's a part of me that wants to say Spider-Man is my game of the year. And up until I played Red Dead, it, that's what I was saying. Um, so, I mean, really, for me, it's probably between those two. But mm. um, the God of War story was so good. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's a hard decision this year. And, you know, it doesn't while. help that um, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. So that um, that makes a difference, too. But... Yeah, um, I, I definitely am not as big of a Spider-Man fan. So, I think that's probably the deciding factor for everybody in terms of how much they like that game. Yeah, I've um, already, I've already picked, I've already picked my game of the year for 2019. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah, <laughs> um, it'll be easy for you next year. 
Unless yeah. they come out with a dead or alive or something. As it, a that's coming out in February. Oh, the music is awesome. No, no, it's still no. DOA will always be will always be the bastard child. <laughs> so Pull anyway, that ten out of ten review, Drew. Come on. <laughs> so anyway, the um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really really enjoying um, uh, Red Dead Two, and uh, even you know just the the little stuff in it is really good, and some of the side stories and the character arcs and how they you can see Red Dead 2 is interesting because you know where you know where it ends like you you know um i guess i should say in a big way uh at the at in the big picture level you know where it ends um but watching them get there is really cool and um uh in a way it's almost a little bit more satisfying to, to be able to see, oh, okay, so that's when that happened. And, oh, okay, so that's what happened there. Um, so it's nice watching it sort of tie up. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, finishing it up so I can go back to um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well, which is another fantastic game that came out this year. Um, and in the meantime, uh, around that, I've been playing um, Valkyria Chronicles 4, uh, which is another fantastic game that came out this year. Um, and uh, I'm not all that much farther in that game. Um, I've still got a lot to go. I think I'm only on like chapter four or something like that in that game. And I think it has 15 or 16 chapters. So um, I'm pretty early on in it, but I'm loving that game so far. So um, the good news for me is I, I'm unless I'm missing something, you know, not counting some of the Switch games like Smash, um the uh i don't think there's another major game for me until anthem um yeah so you're, I think not I've got... a, you're not a kingdom hearts or resident evil guy so those two are, no those are the two big in january yeah oh, so man, i've I, i've got um so i've got time to go back and finish up uh odyssey and um uh give myself some breathing and Valkyria Chronicles and give myself some breathing room before Anthem comes out in February. Um, mm. And then uh, we'll see what happens there. I've pretty much at this point given up on going back to Far Cry, especially <laughs> considering I think that, that game awards trailer kind of spoiled the end. Yeah, it uh, did like no, real hard. Yeah. So um, I just have basically given up on going back to finish that. It's one of those games where when I was playing it, I enjoyed it, but now that I'm removed from it, I'm like, I don't really want to go back and play it. Um, so oh, Far Cry, Far Cry for me has a really bad habit of coming out at a time when I can get like halfway done with it, and then other stuff comes out, and I never go back and finish it. It's just long enough to where you don't finish it. Yep. For me, so, that's always uh, Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed comes out during the rush. Yep, and I'll start true. I'll start playing it, and like I'll get thirty hours into it, and then like something else comes out, and I switch to that, and I never go back to Assassin's Creed. Yeah, the, the difference for me is, um, with the exception of Unity, I always go back and finish Assassin's Creed. Um, Unity's the only game in the series I haven't beat, so. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not chomping at the bit Shame, to go back to that. Really? No. Um, you should, you but should go back and play. no, yeah, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't play that game. Um. But, uh, yeah, so those are the two uh, games that I've been playing primarily. Um, 
And then outside of that, uh, not much. Honestly, it'll be those two games probably from now until Christmas. And then, um, you know, my son, I know for a fact, is getting Let's Go Pikachu for Christmas because we bought that already. And then probably Smash Brothers too. Um, so that'll uh, that'll be uh, what I'm playing, I'm sure, after Christmas. All right. Well, I will wrap it up. A um, couple little things uh, Anthony talked about mostly. I, I checked out Override Mech City Brawl. I think that's a cool game. Um, it does have some weird control. Like, the tutorial's, like, way super long. So there's I a just, lot. I, yeah, I, I jumped kind of right into gameplay because I just kind of wanted to say something about it because I will be reviewing it. I just... Yeah, you should I do that tutorial. Time. I didn't even notice there's... One thing that I will say right off the bat, I hate the fucking menus. Did you not find that annoying, Ken? No. It's... You didn't find it annoying that you move a cursor like a mouse? Am I misremembering? Do I not remember that? You move the cursor like a mouse around to choose your character. You move a little cursor back and forth, and it doesn't sl- you don't just... When you hit left, it doesn't move Oh, you're talking the about left. the characters. Okay. Sorry. Well, no, but even when you even when you did the uh, yeah, there's a couple spots in the in, like the selections of stuff where you move a cursor rather than actually move a actual whole bar down and or left and right, and it was just like, why would you do this? Other than the fact that maybe this is on PC and this is just easier. This is horrible. I hate I that stuff in Destiny. I don't think that game's on PC. Oh well, then I have no idea. The why. game I that, remember it, that doing it this week was Mutant Year Zero. That game has. The menus yeah. have cursors, but yeah. everything else is I, done fine. Can we just stop that? Like as a collective, that doesn't that isn't fun. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. And I hate it. In uh, in this isn't this isn't like me opening up the time to shit on No Man's Sky. I hate it in the original No Man's Sky. I hate it in the updated version of No Man's Sky, which was far better. I hate it in Destiny. Like it's annoying, and it's not cool like you think it is. It's annoying. Just let me. Select down. If I'm hitting down, I'm just move the cursor down one. Fuck. Yeah, so we know how to annoy Anthony. Make uh, cursor movement menus. <laughs> uh, I also played uh, Monster Boy when we talked about that. Uh, I played uh, Battle Princess Madeline. I think is how you say it. That's the Ghosts and Goblins type. Yeah, thing. except it's not nearly as hard because like it's still you know two hits and you're dead. But, like, you you have lives, so you can respawn with your lives. The thing about that game is I think that it's, like, super open. Like, there's no linear path through it. So I was playing it, and I got through the first dungeon. I get to this boss, and it's a giant skeleton with a sword. And, like, if you're just, like, single jumping, because I guess you can eventually get like, more moves to traverse the world, like a double jump and things like that. Like a Metroid Yeah, and, like... I was fighting this boss, and my normal jump throw did not hit him, um, and I couldn't hit him on the ground, and it seemed like the only way I could hit him was to get underneath him, like between his legs, but in order to do that, you have to take a hit, and when you can only take two hits, that seems like not the right way to finish that fight, so I don't know if I wasn't supposed to be there yet, or what was going on, but outside of that, that game is... That game is kind of neat, like especially if you're a Ghosts and Goblins fan. Have you ever played Cursed Castilla? 
Yes, that game is too fucking hard. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say if you're like, man, I really want more Ghosts and Goblins. I'm like, that's a pretty much Ghosts and Goblins. I want Ghosts. Like, I I've gotten the to the point. Ghosts, I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't want. Like, I want those style of games, but I don't want them to be as fucking hard. <laughs> so I kind of like the fact that this has lives. So you're not just two hits and you're dead. Like it still pushes you not to get hit because you obviously don't want to lose your armor and you don't want to lose a life, but the fact that if I it was only two hits and you were dead, like, that would totally throw me off. Like, I've tried to go back and play Ghouls and Ghosts and Super Ghouls and Ghosts and I'm like, no, this is fucking kicking my ass. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Now I just need someone to copy the Gargoyles Quests and slash Demon's Crest type game. Because I've preferred those. Yeah. So, I'm going to play some more of this. Um, I really like it so far. Um, I just feel like maybe I went somewhere I shouldn't have went because it doesn't seem like there's a straight linear path in this game. So, um, I also booted up Ashen. Remember that game? Yep. That game finally came out. It's Dark Souls, isn't it? Kinda. Yeah. So, it starts off and it's basically Dark Souls. You, you know, you attack with the triggers. You have the, the, the stamina meter, the dodge, the run. Like, all of it feels like Dark Souls. And then you finish the first area, and it unlocks a town. And then you can build a town. And you what? can, like, have people move into your town. It's weird. It gets real weird real fast. I kind of like so, it. I don't... So... I'm sorry. Okay, so you build a town. You you town basically kill all the people. You any function in it? It's like yeah, like I was looking at the because I didn't get it because I finished the first area and it basically gives you the stone that lets you respawn after you die, kind of deal, like Dark Souls bonfires. And as soon as I did that, it was like you have now taken control of this town. I was like, what the hell does that mean? So I started looking at the achievements, and the achievements are like. So-and-so has moved into your town. You have upgraded, you have built every building you can build in the town. So you can build buildings and shit in this game. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I'm assuming this is like the central hub area? Like No, the because there's more towns in the achievements. So like apparently I'm actually kind of interested in what the hell this is. Yeah, it's weird. Like I don't like it's totally Dark Souls when you first start playing it, you're like, Yeah, this is this is Dark Souls. Lock on, hold block, attack, dodge. This is Dark Souls. And then you do that with the the town and it unlocks it and like there's people in your town, you can just go talk to them, it's kinda like a hub world, and then I start looking into it, like, wait, you can build buildings and people can move in and like I'm so confused as to what's happening right now. Because so, I know someone out there's probably foaming at the mouth that we mentioned Dark Souls in a conversation that wasn't about Dark Souls. Yeah. And talk to people making games like Dark Souls. What do you want me to say? It's like a game that plays like the ones that From Software makes. Oh, tired yeah, of hearing it's, that complaint. It's totally, it's totally like it steals just about everything mm-hmm. from Dark Souls except for the fact that you can build towns, which is really weird. It's the the Dark Souls of town building. <laughs> it's a SimCity Dark Souls. Like Immortal Unchained. It was Dark Souls with guns. But I kind of I, like like when I found that out. I kind of want to play more of this game. And if you have Game Pass, it is free in Game Pass. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get Game Pass. What's this Game Pass again? Ten bucks a month. Yeah, ten bucks a month. Okay. I canceled my GameFly and 
picked up Game Pass and saved six bucks a month. There's so many games going straight. Like this one, Mutant Year Zero, and Below are all going in straight into Game Pass. Which isn't Below out or something? Uh, Below's out next Friday. This this coming Friday. So it's actually coming out (laughs) on Friday. So holy shit, right? It's happening. It is. Uh, And then the last two games I've played are the big ones of the week. I played Just Cause 4. Mm. Um, (laughs) It's so weird. Like, Just Cause 4 is good. Like, it's really, really good. If you haven't played 3, because if you played 3, it's kind of a lot of that. The, we're getting fatigue on numerous games. Yes, and Just Cause Four. And what makes Just Cause Four even worse is, let's say you played three. Three had a lot of problems, like not just technically, but like pacing wise, like the the choices that they made for upgrades and things like that. They were really bad. Like the shooting didn't feel as sharp as other third person shooters. Like there wasn't as much chaos in the sandbox as you would have liked. Just Cause Four fixes all that. But it's still just cause. Yeah. So it's the same way with Forza Horizon Four. Yeah. It's the same with Far Cry Five. Yes. It's. I mean, you take something that that's good, and you run it into the ground. That's that's how we do it nowadays. Yeah, and th- it makes me really sad because, like, <clears throat> playing Just Cause Four, I was like, God, if this stuff had been in Just Cause Three, Just Cause Three would have been one of my games of the year, right? But now it's like, okay, so you fixed all the problems I have with 3. Technical issues, upgrade system, chaos, like all that stuff is fixed. The shooting feels fantastic. I'm like, but man, I just don't know that I'm ready to do another one of these grapple, kill, bunch of people, cause destruction game. Like, it's fun, but I'm kind of burnt out after spending, you know, 30 hours in 3. So tell me how much it looks like crap. Um... (laughs) Hyperbole of the internet. It does not look as good as three. That's okay. clearly apparent straight out of the gate. But if you does it do more than three though? I mean, there's mm, no, not really. And like, is it bigger map than three? I. It's probably about the same size. What the uh, biggest see, change? Like, well, see, what the change is is that in three, three looked really good. But man, if you played it on PS4, or Xbox One, that game ran like shit. Yeah, it ran yeah. horribly, and Just Cause Four buttery smooth no matter what the hell is going on. Hmm. So you sacrifice the better visuals for the performance, which is what people say they want until they, they don't want until they get yeah. it and then they're like, why does this game look like like I heard somebody call it like one of the worst looking games they've ever played. I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't played some games. Yeah, like no. this game is not the worst looking game. It is by far not the best looking game. It's got some bad textures. What was that? What was that Chinese game we played earlier this Gene year? Gene Rain. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say. Go play True, Gene Rain. True. Here's what you, you didn't play. Do. Pilot Sports on that's, the Switch. Oh that's boy, true. you didn't play Gene Rain. Let me tell you, there's a big difference. No, no, no. Here's here's what you gotta do, Drew. Reinstall that game now that you have an X. Oh. <laughs> And turn on the X enhancements and watch that fucking slideshow go, baby. Oh, man. It runs so badly in X enhance mode. It's... How will I be able to shoot the swollen scorpions? <laughs> swollen scorpions. 
Swollen scorpions. Oh, you know what? That might be that. Like, I feel like I need to make a mention of that game in Game of the Year just for best oh. line in a video game. It's it's, oh. it's it's definitely going down as the worst video game of this year. As much as Fallout seventy six probably wants to eat its lunch. <laughs> No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Uh, I put maybe three hours into Gene Rain. Oh, why? I put put like 20 minutes into... I had to review the game. Yeah, Um, I could... This game barely runs. (laughs) One. That's that's true. But I put at least 10 to to 12 hours into Fallout 76. So I was able to at least... Enjoy just, something out of Fallout seventy six. Yeah, yeah, There's some Gene functionality Rain. into that game. Whereas... Gene Rain, they they like I couldn't even figure out how to play the game properly because <laughs> the tutorials were in some weird English. Dude, the, that game was like I played it the same as you guys, and like going through that beginning part, it felt like four different games kind of spliced together to try to make one game. Like the whole scene where you're walking through yeah. the room with the people in the chairs, and you're like, "What the fuck is?" And then you go my, through the portal, and you're like, "What is going on in this my game?" My favorite, my favorite part was that you heard someone like this, and then, hold on, and then there was someone that was talking like this. <laughs> that game is so bad. In the same room, yeah. um, and then but, you got the you got you got up here and worked out for the smallest Scorpions. <laughs> It's totally what happens. Like that's not even like hyperbole. That is what happens in that game. It's yes. so awesome. bad. Now I want to yeah. play it. Oh, oh no! It's, it's, it, but it's it's like what is it? Forty bucks? Thirty? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. That's the thing is I would I would suggest people to play this game on the fact that you need to play one of the worst games ever made. But I cannot <laughs> justify the fact that it's forty dollars. Yeah. So you and me are you and me are playing more of this for next year. Phoenix down. I am not forcing Matt to buy this game. No, exactly. That's the reason why it'd be me and you. He's out for November usually, so. Swallowed scorpions. Swallowed scorpions. Oh, anyway. Uh, the last game um, that I played, it's a little indie title you might have heard of. It's called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I heard I it's got heard like it. 48 million characters in it. Yeah, and when you boot the game up, it's really like fucked up because there's only eight. What? But, yeah, you got to unlock all the rest, right? Yeah. Well, are you are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. The game starts with the original eight characters from the first N64 game. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to play this game. I don't want to play this game. Oh man! So so so, I have to unlock. There's I'm 73 Sonic. characters in the game, Which and you start the one with I eight. Play as. There's 73 characters in the game, and you have to unlock what 64? Seven of them? 65 of them. Oh my god, that's stupid. (laughs) Nintendo, that's stupid. Because even even the newer games came with more characters. At least give me the one from uh, Melee. See, I almost said it wrong there. Melee? I thought about it first. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) Melee day? Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, you have to unlock all of them. and I mean, once you get them started, they come pretty fast. Uh, gotta go fast. Still, she said, but... this is what happens. <laughs> this is what uh, this is what happens when they remove trophies or whatever they're called um, from unlockables. You have to unlock the actual characters again. Yeah. So once you once they start, it's like 
you know a new challenger appears. And that's the other thing is you you can't really pick who because it's all random. So whatever you unlock is just whoever shows up. Really? Yeah. And then you gotta and fight just give them. Give me the characters because there's a specific way to unlock them. Like, it just seems like do you have to fight them and beat them first, like in yep. the old games? Yep. And if you lose, okay. you don't get them. The whole, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Nintendo never ceases uh, to amaze me. Uh, for me, <clears throat> just to kind of clarify. For me, it doesn't bother me. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't bother me because it actually gives me something to do because I'm never going to play this game multiplayer. Like I, because I'm just going to be straight up. This I fucking suck at Smash Brothers. I like I can't wrap my head around how that game plays. Mm. And like I, I understand how it plays. It's two button fighter with a jump button. You know, you press the different directions to do the attacks. My problem with it is, is its lack of precision. Like how many times am I attacking? the wind or dead air or I don't know. There's just something about that game that I do not like. I do not think it is a good fighting game, but what this thing is, is it is a $60 fucking nostalgia wet dream. Like if you have any love for the characters and the content that is in this game, you will just, the Pac-Man level blew my goddamn mind. It's a scrolling level through 8-bit Pac-Man world. Like through, the, can you, can ghosts get you? There are ghosts, but it's like Pac-World from like the cartoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, like... I was thinking they'd do like Championship Edition stuff. Well, there, um, there's like 103 stages. You don't have to unlock any of those, by the way. Isn't the Pac-Man, isn't the, the Pac-Man the new adventures? The one that... Yeah, 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 like yeah. It's like, it's like all 8-bit with like houses and you can yeah. jump on top of it like... Like, I have seen maybe 1% to 2% of the content in this game, and I am absolutely in love. Like, you go into the music player, and there's like a thousand goddamn music tracks. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's thing. the thing that I would be the most interested in. Motherfucker, I went straight into the menu and was like, I hope in your heart it's going to be alright. Like, playing some Sonic yeah. Adventure music. Oh, my God. I'm waiting, got... for, I'm waiting for a rip to show up on the internet. Dude, you, you don't have enough bandwidth to download all the music tracks from this Freaking I downloaded I downloaded all of OC Remix's stuff. Oh my god! Nineteen gigs. So there's like a whole collection of Metal Gear Solid music in this game. Metal Gear Solid. It's just bloody bloody pal bloody tears is in it. Fucking Castlevania. Oh, it's so good. What's the Castlevania stage look like? It's um. Oh god, I haven't is played it, like it yet. Big or are they they go? No, like... it's 3D. Yeah, monsters I don't, appear. I haven't played it. it like pretty cool. I'm playing just like and like the the cla- my favorite mode so far. Like I played the World of Light mode. That's not my jam. Like it's just basically challenges. It's it reminds me a lot of like Soul Calibur's uh, mission mode, where like you get in a fight and there's conditions for the fight. Some of them mm-hmm. are really unfair. Some of them are stupid easy. But I like the arcade mode. And let me tell you why. I don't think that motherfucker at Nintendo sleeps. Because every single yeah, every single character that you play through in the arcade mode, it's fucking themed. Mm -hmm. So the spirits or whatever, right? No, no, no. The spirit shits in the world of light. Like I don't, I haven't even got. Like I'm talking like straight up. I thought you were talking about world of light stuff. No, no, no. I'm talking about straight up arcade mode. So this mode lets you go through and fight six fights and then a final boss, right? I played through the Mario one, you get to the end, it's Bowser, Giga Bowser, whatever. Okay, that's cool. I played the Zelda one, you get to the end, you actually have to fight Ganondorf. 
or sorry, Ganon, not Ganondorf, like a giant pig monster that's not in the game. Yeah. No, it is. Isn't his ultimate smash? Yeah, but it's a, he's an actual playable character. Like, you're right. fighting him. And then right. when you play through the Ryu one, it goes through and it plays like Street Fighter. You actually have health bars. Like, That's they awesome. put so much into those, like, arcade modes that's, like, ridiculous. And you fight... Is Cloud in this? Yes. Every yeah. character that's ever been in Smash is in it. Wow. Yeah. Without it's paying huge. for DLC, uh, you get all the ones from the Wii U game that's, like, $70. Yeah, you get Bayonetta, you get Sonic, DLC. Pac-Man, Cloud, Ryu, Ken is in it. It's just... Yeah, all the versions of Link. Yeah, so, like, I've got regular Link, and then when, when you've... You actually fight Dark Link right before the end of the, the, the Link playthrough. God, it's so good. Like, that stuff is awesome. Actually playing the game is not my jam, so what I do <laughs> is, like, turn it all the way down to, like, stupid. Like, the AI to stupid, and I just play it. And just, like, it's a smile on my face the whole time I'm playing it. Just from the huh. nostalgia of the package, like, it was totally worth that. Sounds like uh, Nintendo's beating out Capcom for these crossover games. I don't think there's a bigger crossover. I'm just, I'm, it's... Is it the most ambitious crossover ever? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> I did it. Why do you got to be Twitter, Drew? You're like the, the yeah. human incarnation When we beat this meme into the ground, I can... Mm-hmm. I make glue out of the how, how much you've beaten that dead horse. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind memes so bad if like certain people didn't post four or five of them on a daily basis, like trying mm. to be funny with them. I'm like, for people that can't make their own. Time. Well, I mean, obviously, you ain't got your own material. Get over it. But no, I bought Smash. I don't regret buying Smash. I still don't like playing Smash. <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. You know, I miss. I, 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 I haven't played it, but I'm kind of upset that they got rid of the trophies. I get why, but that was some of the neatest stuff. Like, um, yeah, just like the it, random like stuff. Out, fi- well, yeah, that, finding those out are history now, of games you've never heard of. Those like, are now what? spirits. And yeah. does it give you information on the game they're from? Sometimes, yes. Okay. Uh, so, like, there's funny. a there's like a collection aspect to it. The spirits are really weird, and I'm just going to say this up front: when you get into that world of light mode, and you can start equipping spirits and equipping powers to those spirits, man, you went a little too far with that. That stuff is convoluted as hell. And is it kind of like the gems from from Street Fighter Cross Tekken? It's worse. Oof. So you can get these cards. They're called spirits, and they're, they're basically like cards. You get them for everything. Like everything you play, you get a card. Here's a card. You got it. It's fucking Oprah Winfrey handing out these cards, and they're cool because they're like really weird, obscure things. So like you'll get one from Pokemon, or you'll get one from freaking Fatal Frame, or you'll get some really obscure Nintendo character from the arcades in the '80s, and like they all have a special ability. So like there's three tiers, there's attack defense and special something. I don't remember, but like it's paper, rock, scissors. So attack or defense beats attack attack beats the magic, the magic beats, you know, that kind of stuff. And then you can level up these cards to get them stronger or you can release the spirits. I don't even know what the fuck this shit does. Like there's so many goddamn menus for the spirit mode that I'm just like, dude, I'm going to equip one. You can also feed the cards. Like to you, each other? You No. You get these little snacks oh. that you earn, and you can feed those snacks to the cards to level them up. And sometimes, some of the cards level up, they'll evolve. Like, the Pokemon cards evolve. Holy cow. So, once they hit, like, level 99, they evolve to the next level, and then you got to level them up again. 
I mean, it's just... There's probably a spreadsheet out there that contains all this shit in it, and it will blow your mind if you looked at it. Like, it would make your head explode. It's just ridiculous. And I like, I was playing it, I was like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. I just want to see Mario uppercut fucking Bayonetta. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't need all this, this spreadsheet bullshit in the background going on. It's crazy. That game has more stuff in it than I can possibly even fathom. And then on top of that, you know, if you buy it now, from now until what, January something, you get freaking Piranha Plant. Which I won't even unlock. Yeah, I won't even have unlocked half of the characters by the time I play as Piranha Plant. I think I've unlocked five or six characters so far. (laughs) Do you have to meet certain I kind of like the unlock character thing. I think that... I do too, but I feel like I'm going to get... It gives you a reason to play. It it does, and like, if you finish the arcade mode, you you automatically get a fight against another character to unlock. And and that's fine. Like, I like unlocking characters, but 65 of them, I wonder how I'm going to feel after like 20 or 30. Sure. But I have heard that the more you unlock, the faster they come. So like, eventually, like after every battle, you'll get a Here Comes a New Challenger. Gotcha. So hopefully when I get to that point, it won't be as bad. And I'm not going to lie, whenever one crops up, I'm like, ooh, who is it? Who is it? You know? So far, I think I've got... I got Sonic first, then I got Zelda, then I got King K. Rule, which probably made people happy, but I was like, I don't give a shit. And then I got Sonic, and I forget who the other ones were, but like I'm waiting on like a Bayonetta or a Cloud or somebody I haven't played because I did not buy the DLC for the Wii U version. But no, that... It's weird because it's one of those games. It's like it's totally worth your sixty bucks, but I just don't think it's very fun to play. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> that's out now. <clears throat> Excuse me, but let's talk about what's out this week. Hentai. Mm. No, we're, we're not there, Drew. Don't get ahead of the game, okay? I'm always ahead of the game. That's what she said. Uh, this week we have Desert Child. Uh, Double Switch, 25th Anniversary Edition. Remember that game? Nope. FMV game starring Corey Haim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's back. It's coming back, brother. Can't get Corey Haim back for it. Well, uh, really... Really, Drew? <laughs> Are we too soon on Corey Haim? It, it's, it hasn't been that long, man. It's been a while, dude. Uh, Earth Defense Force 5. Gungrave VR. I'm kind of interested in this. Uh, I've heard that's not great. You remember heard Gungrave? it's extremely short. Gungrave was a fun game, though. I've heard in VR it's not good. Uh, Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> that feels like one of those games they reached into a hat and pulled out four words. Uh, Forgotten Realms, though, is D&D, right? I, know what, I, know I don't know if that's what that is, though. Idols. What if it's like a Japanese anime thing, like the idol? Oh, okay. Spelled differently for this one, Drew. It's idol as an I-D-L-E. Oh. Like idol games. Um, You have no idea what it is, do you? I'm looking at it. It's just an idle game, but I'm just... It seems to be based off of, like, 
The Forgotten Realms. Really? D and D? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Kingdom Two Crowns. Yeah, it's official. It's official Dungeon Dragon idol click. It's an idol clicker. Yes, like idol champions. Yeah, you just sit there and you let stuff do. I, the I don't. Board. You know, I hear people talk about those games all the time, and I'm like, why the fuck would you want to play something you don't play? If you want to watch, if you want to watch numbers go up, they're great. Um, there are little counters you, that you can buy. You can do it on your phone. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. The only <laughs> one that I've ever had any. And with with cookie clicker because it starts off with you just baking cookies and then it gets more and more absurd where you're like farming them when yeah, the only farms only one of those I just sorry go ahead I, I thought and you then were eventually just it, it, it eventually just devolves into chaos where you've you have all your grandmothers and they've made a pact with Satan and then they are now monster grandmothers and you have to keep the pact by sacrificing cookies and stuff, and then you have to keep them pleased, and then the world has been plunged into cookie chaos. Okay, 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 okay. We've officially given way too much time to fucking cookie clicker. What were you going to say, Satan is in cookie clicker? Uh, Something is. Some elder god monster. Uh, If it's not Satan, it's something else. Okay. The only one of those I ever liked was one called Make More. Like a factory kind of game. I just hit a button that says Make More, and it does. Uh, well, kind of. Um, <laughs> oh but um, it's like a it's a factory, and you have people that work for you, and you you can click to make them work faster. Okay. It was. I mean, it was okay. <sighs> I I just will never understand those games. Uh, we've got Red Matter. S O N. Can you tell us the end of the year? Uh, these are all PS4, Xbox One games, by the way. Uh, Smash Hit Plunder. The v- the Video Kid, Warbot, Final Fantasy Fifteen Comrades, uh, Richie's Plank Experience, <laughs> uh, Atari Flashback Classics Volume Three. I'll probably pick that up because I have the first two, and those are really neat. Uh, Double Switch Twenty. That must be physical version. I don't know. Uh, new character for SNK Heroines. John Dark. It's coming to that game. Uh, Bibby and Tina Adventures with Horses. No, I'm not on the Steam Hentai games, by the way. Um, Bibby Blocksburg Big Broom Race 3. Can you repeat that? <laughs> no. Three times fast. Borderlands 2 VR. Oh, why? Why? Escape Game Aloha. <laughs> A Hawaiian version of Escape Room? Right. Uh, something. Uh, Kingmaker, Rise of the Throne. And a new character for Override Mech City Brawl. Yes, already. Uh, um, so I looked up Red Matter. Red Matter is a VR game. Uh, looks like a sort of uh, old-school point-and-click first-person game, but you obviously have your hands in front of you the whole time. Uh, Path of Exile Betrayal. Uh, Vermintide expansion. Yeah, Vermintide two. Back to Uber Strike. Uh, below. Is that on Friday? I'll be picking up Game Pass before then to give that a shot. Knights of Pen and Paper two, the deluxiest edition. <laughs> Those are pretty fun games. I actually enjoyed the first game. Lazy Galaxy Rebel Story. Uh, Rally Racers. Okay. That's pretty generic. All right. Switch. Ready for the Switch? 
Quarantine Circular dropped on Saturday. That was announced at the Kind of Funny Games showcase. That's the new game from Mike Bithell. Who? Right. Okay. He made Thomas Was Alone. Oh, right. And he yeah. made, um, oh Sub- god, what's that? Subsurface uh, Circular. Yep. He also published Mike's Volume. book, by the way. Drew. Yeah, he also published book. Uh, Guacamelee 2 is dropping on the Switch. Buy uh, that game. Everspace Stellar Edition, Salt and Sanctuary, Solar Flux, All My Tree, that's pretty clever, The Last Dreamer, Big Bash Boom, uh, Battle Princess Madeline is coming to Switch this week, Blue Rider, Gris is out this week, I know Anthony's playing that, Hunter's Legacy, the perfect edition, he's a cat, Mm. in case you didn't know about that. Uh, Sounds like a Bubsy pun. No, it's a Metroidvania game that it takes way too long to get through certain sections. Oh. Yeah, there's there, that game is more complicated than it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, Neko Navy Daydream Edition. Uh, Omen Sight is rocking onto the Switch this week. Is that the is that the, the new version of Definitive Omen Sight? Edition? Like, is what it's called. Yeah. Um, if Ar- they if they allow you to go back into old levels and do them without having the Omen Sight sort of completing a thought, like you be able to play through the old versions of the prophecy, that would be nice. Because that was the big thing I had it with that game. Sound like you were going to say something, Drew. Yeah. No, it's a great game. It is. Uh, it is. O- not as good as stories, though. No. Oxyjet, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures. That sounds like a fun game on the Switch, right? Roller Coaster Tycoon on a Switch? Is this cool. the one that they were trying to crowdfund? I don't know. Sega Ages Fantasy Star. So they're starting to re-release Sega games on the Nintendo Switch. Starman, Big Crown Showdown, and Peace Death Complete Edition. Is the game called Peace Death? Peace Death. Peace, okay. comma, death. Okay. PC games. Oh, no. We got Frog Demon. Okay. Sure. Uh, 3D Hentai Memory Game. There's the first one. This is this is called 3D Memory Hentai Game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hentai Ragdoll Arena. <laughs> All right, I'm looking that one up. <laughs> Make sure you're actually doing it on the Steam page first. Yeah, don't Google it. Ooh, yeah, no, I'm ooh, not ooh, we got a game coming to early access week access this week called Adult Toy Store. I hope I hope the whole thing is that you work the store and it's not interesting, but you get to give people bad looks for buying what they are. Uh Hentai Arcade, Lustful Girls, and Hentai Sisters. Wow. Alright, what's the name of this Hentai Ragdoll? Hentai yeah. Ragdoll Arena, I think is uh there's also Hentai Girl in Space. Sad sadness simulator. <laughs> You're alone in your apartment. No one loves you. Simulator. <laughs> Can't look up porn like a normal person. Simulator. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. I cannot find hentai ragdoll arena. Yeah, uh, there's a real shame. I'm sure. <laughs> hold on, I'm missing on it so much. It's made by Silo Tech Corporation. That's all I got. All right, I'm looking up adult toy store because I have to know. Oh God! Don't look that up. <laughs> Nothing it's, good it's can come of that. It's like the damn video from the ring. It is completely <laughs> in Japanese. 
Of the course entire it thing is. is in Japanese. Of course it is. Let's do some news. Well, before we do that, did no one play Katamari Reroll? No. Okay. No. Did you see the price on Katamari Reroll? Thirty. Isn't it twenty nine ninety nine? Yeah, more than the original was released at. Yeah. The original was just twenty. I don't have any desire to roll things up in a ball. It's that game's never been for me, so. Uh, just yeah, I've never been. I've never I, been all that much on it either. So it's forty dollars in Canada for on PC, and I went, well, I can just play the original I have. So. The Game Awards happened this week. There was a few things that came out of that. Um, I just have to say that I thought it was super awesome that Jeff got all three of the guys from the different companies up on stage at the beginning. That was cool. Yeah. I just, I thought that was a cool moment. Well, I mean, that probably they're like, we're all rich. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so, right out of the gate... A lot of people were rumoring things that were going to be at the Game Awards that most of them didn't happen. Stop listening to those fucking people. But then Jeff dropped the bomb right out the gate. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Developed by Team Ninja. Exclusive to the Switch. (laughs) There are two absurd statements in that. Made by did, Team Ninja. Did they show gameplay of it? Yes, a lot. Is it isometric view kind yes, of Yes. Truthfully, when the trailer started, I thought they were bringing Marvel Heroes back. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, are they bringing yeah, Marvel kicking the dick. Heroes back? Look out, costumes. <laughs> Goddamn costumes. costumes. And then like they showed like the standard Marvel characters that you know they have the license to. And then all of a sudden, Wolverine shows up, and you're like, whoa, hold on a minute. Yep. Well, I mean, isn't that owned by Disney now? Not the rights. Um, they spread the not video. From a, not for movies, right? I thought they had the, the video rights for games video were games. spread out too. Oh. Sega had Thor and the Hulk, and Activision had. Oh, and Iron Man. You're right. Yeah, and Activision had like the X Men, and yeah, you're right. That's right. I forgot. I about just that. thought that was a like. Choice, not really a. No, no, they sold the rights out to different companies. It was a weird thing because, like, the quality of the Marvel games throughout the 360 era was just all over the place. Yeah, Iron Man true. Two is a hot piece of trash. One hundred percent accurate. Yeah, those. Games so who's who's publishing this Nintendo. game? Nintendo. So yep. man, Nintendo probably. Yeah. There's no telling how much money they spent. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Like when they showed it, and then at the end, it's like Switch exclusive, and you're like, "Who's making it?" Because Raven made the first two. Yep. So who's making the third one? Like you had to go uh, into the press release and dig deep down to the bottom to find out that it is fucking Team Ninja who's yep. building this game. That was by far uh, like you couldn't have like that's like the ultimate like bingo card of obscurity things that would have been announced at that show. Yeah. Anything by Team Ninja, especially published by Nintendo. Well, if you remember, Team Ninja worked on Metroid. Uh, yep. Metroid that Prime. game didn't come out, though. Yeah, it did. No, no, it didn't. Yes, it fucking nope. did. No, I Metroid refuse, I came I refuse out. to believe, I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> that game exists. No, that fucking game came out, whether you want to like it or not. So fucking bad. Uh, Is that the M of the other persuasion? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, 
I'm actually really looking forward to Ultimate Alliance three. Oh, I, I absolutely really like. I'm so. I, I love the first two games. So if it's anything like that, I'll be excited. I know a lot of people were out there, you know, crying. It's not coming to PS4. It's not coming to Xbox. I'm like, you know what? It's the benefit of not caring what systems you own. Yep. Because fucking, I got them all. So guess what? I'm playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2019, bitch. No, and you know what? Again, I'll say nice. it again. As far as I'll say it again. As far as games that are exclusive to platforms. If the fact that Nintendo stepped up and paid money to make this yep. an exclusive made the game possible, then I'm all about it. Yep. Just like they did with Bayonetta. Just like Microsoft did it. with uh, all there was a game they did that with. But I can't remember. But anytime that happens, I'm 100% for it. You know, I've played Bayonetta yeah. 1 and 2 on the Switch, and I don't care. There was a game that Microsoft did that with. Oh, yeah, Shadowrun. <laughs> Why you always got to be negative, man? You're like fucking Twitter incarnate. <laughs> I I was like this before Twitter existed. They stole my gimmick. Uh, Ubisoft also announced a new Far Cry. Far Cry New Dawn takes place after Far Cry 5. Which, by the way, the Game Awards were full of spoilers, so you probably shouldn't have watched it if you hadn't consumed media in the last six months. Uh, okay, so I was going to bring this up when uh, Ryan was talking about it. Those games oh, kind of peaked at Far Cry 3, right? Yeah. Kinda. I enjoyed Far Cry 4 a lot. Yeah, Far but Cry 4 was more of 3. Uh, yeah, 4, I I don't know. I, I was not... I never got sucked into 4. I didn't like, either. 3, three had a platinum that game. I love wow. 5, though. 5 was great. I just find that like those games followed a formula based off of 3 and refused to do anything sort of... Yeah. That's interesting pretty... and it's like three's formula worked and like the environment was better and like taking that formula and just putting it anywhere doesn't work necessarily see i think five's environment is the best of all of them so far like i really liked exploring montana like there was just something about that game i really enjoyed i, I guess i just like exploring like going underwater and having to worry about sharks and stuff like that no three is still by far the best one and that's not to say like there wasn't good Far Cry games. Like I'm not saying that they're bad. It just it seemed it's the same with like Just Cause. I found that game series peaked with two, and then it's just been kind of like this weird attempt to recapture that sort of. I mean, yeah, we keep wanting. It, it's just like any franchise. You play one and you love it, and you always want it to come back. And sometimes it doesn't need to keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I felt with the Batman series. Yeah, I can see that, because Arkham Knight Arkham was, Knight, is, I didn't like Arkham Knight. I mean, it's a good game, but yeah, it's a but, lot of what you've already done. And the things that they added were like, hey, now you can, you know, drive around and do this car combat stuff. And I was like, wow, I really freaking hate this part. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing. We want these games, but at the same time, maybe we don't really want these games. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite Season 7 started. They introduced Fortnite Creation Mode, and there's now a block in the middle of the map that will be showcasing people's creations. I think that's cool. I don't play Fortnite, but that sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention I did play the Devil May Cry demo. That was also at the Game Awards. Um, oh, I forgot to download that. Yeah, the Devil May Cry demo. That's Devil May Cry. That certainly is. It looks real who's, good. Who's the third guy in that? His name's V. Arrow. Oh, what? It's Nero, it's Nero Dante and V. His name's V. Oh. He's like an emo dude with like a crow or something. Yeah. 
But the demo is only on Xbox. For some reason, that was a thing. Xbox exclusive. Well, the Xbox demo. didn't the Xbox premiere Devil May Cry Five. Yeah, well? it's kind of like yeah. they're they've got Devil May Cry marketing, so I get it. It's still stupid, but I get it. Uh, Activision also announced Crash Team Racing is coming back, motherfuckers. Yep. Can't wait for that shit. As in, like a brand new game or no, a remake of the original? A, it's a remake of the original. Gotcha. But I'll play the shit out of that. That game is so good. Uh, the Outer Worlds. New game from Obsidian. Looks out to eat Fallout's lunch. I am, uh, I am gonna buy that game. I gotta say, looking forward to it. Yeah, I gotta say, it's hilarious. Like, Microsoft just bought Obsidian. And the first game they announced after being bought by Microsoft is also coming to PS4. <laughs> like, I don't think I'll be making that money. I get it, but it's like one of those things. It's like, oh, we bought this company. They're still releasing PS4 games. <laughs> yeah. It's such a. It's it but like it looks assuming, bad from the outside. Yeah, but I assume Microsoft makes money based off of every sales of that. Yeah, it's the uh, the it's old the Minecraft. Minecraft uh, <laughs> Plan, but it's still it's still like everybody's like you know Microsoft needs more studios, more games, and the first studio they buy doesn't make an exclusive. Like that's been the narrative of this generation, right? Exclusive games. Yeah. And their first game from a company they just bought is not exclusive. (laughs) Nothing makes me happier, by the way, that Obsidian's coming to eat Fallout's lunch because they got screwed because they're. Uh, if you if anybody wants to read about it, I won't go into full detail. But basically, they got screwed hard by Bethesda on New Vegas. They didn't get the payout that they were promised because their review scores. Yeah, the Metacritic uh, was down. Was down by like one point, and they also rushed Obsidian to get the game out the door. So it was buggy, and they couldn't do full testing. Yeah. Oh God, did I do that? Yeah, you did that. It was your fault. I brought the score down. Son of a bitch. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. You got rushed, and I couldn't beat the game because it was broken. They also announced a game called Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, which is from former Assassin's Creed devs. That game <clears> looked, <throat> uh, looked weird. Okay. Dragon Age 4 was teased. Like, we'll literally, that. that's, the definition of, that's the definition of a teaser. It was literally just a logo. Yeah. This is our this is our backup plan when Anthem fails. Speaking of which, I don't want to bring you down, Ryan, but like somebody broke the NDA on Anthem because it's in alpha right now. People are playing it. Yeah, I, apparently that game is shit. Really? Yeah, I did not hear good things from people talking about that. Really? Yeah. That's like they're yeah. They're, that's, all the eggs are in that basket. Isn't, uh-huh. isn't, it, isn't it funny that they all of a sudden, like, there was like no word about Dragon Age, but as we keep, as we sort of ended or come close to the release date of Anthem, all of a sudden there's like, oh, on Dragon Age. Yeah, that was kind of what bothered me on... because Dragon Age is probably a 2020 title, a 2021 maybe. Mm. Like, why talk about it now unless you're really worried about Anthem? Yeah, and and. Even say they started it that, like if they didn't start it, they were thinking about it, which is a concern. And right. then if they have started it, like what does that speak about Anthem? I hope it's. I hope that people are wrong. EA management. I really want Anthem to be good. I do. Well, I'm putting all my eggs in the uh, Division Two basket for that one. 
I'll be interested to see how that game is because it, it might pull back to the conversation we had earlier of like, do we really want another division? This yeah, that's true, but the the thing that that Bioware doesn't get a chance on is that the guys that made the division actually listened to their fans and made the game way better. You mean Destiny? You said no. Bioware. I thought you were comparing it to Destiny. Sorry. No, I'm not comparing it to Destiny. I'm just saying, you know. I, I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, I'll play the division too. I just wonder if I'll play it as much as I did the first one. As much as shit as Ubisoft deserves, sometimes um, they do listen to fans and seem to make the changes. They they also stick to their games. Like motherfuckers are still supporting For Honor, dude. Yeah, yeah. they're so, still supporting the division. Rainbow Six. They're doing constant updates on that thing. Uh, two new trailers for uh, games we already knew about, but Rage Two showed off some of the open world and uh, looked just like Far Cry New Dawn. Or did Far Cry New Dawn look just like yeah. Rage Two? <laughs> I'm gonna hold out on Rage. I'm not. I'm playing Rage. Yeah. Rage looks stupid fun, and I want one yeah, of those. Yeah, sure it is. I just, just I, I don't another... think I want another Far Cry. Like, I'm sure that, that game will be quality, but I just don't know if I want to play it. Well, I'm the Far Cry guy. You can give it to me. There you go. Uh, Psychonauts 2 also got a new trailer. Which yeah. Was, I'm let's... so excited. <sighs> you, you know what? Sound like a clown. It was weird because that game had Starbreeze logos all over it. And Starbreeze just got raided. Activision, <laughs> something like that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that felt like poor timing. <laughs> uh, Joker was announced for Super Smash Brothers as the first character pack. Yeah, I don't Boy, even know who that is. So from Persona, Persona Five, main character from Persona Five. Okay. Yeah, I've never played Persona, so. Which immediately led to the question, is Persona 5 coming to the Switch? Yeah. Seeing as how Final Fantasy 7 is, but none of the Metal Gear Solid games are, I'd slow the roll. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure eventually Persona will make its way to Switch. It seems kind of like an obvious thing at this point. Like when they announce it, you'll be like, yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah, that's. I get the feeling we'll probably see Persona 5 on the Switch. Yeah. So... Was it not the most epic troll of all time when Mortal Kombat 11 was announced? <laughs> yes, it was awesome. <laughs> what I don't even know what happened. So yeah, Ed, Bo- Ed Boone comes out to present the award for what was it best sports slash racing game or yeah, whatever? Best sports slash racing game. He comes out. He's like, let's take a look. You know, he does through his spiel. He says, let's take a look at the nominees. The the auditorium goes black. The screen lights up. It's an electricity bolt, and everybody's like, what the hell's going on? And then Raiden comes out and starts fighting Scorpion. <laughs> It was so good. Yeah, it was really good. Holy shit, I hope your kids weren't watching that show when that trailer played. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh it was pretty aggressive, to say the least. Holy cow. Well, um, it is Mortal Kombat, so Yeah. <laughs> so I pulled the press release after they showed the trailer and apparently it's going to have customization kind of like Injustice. Yeah. Down, which they kind of they kind of showed that in the trailer because after Raiden killed Scorpion, then another Scorpion dressed differently came out behind him. Yeah, the classic Scorpion. Yeah. Yep. I, you know, fuck it. You know, I'm super stoked for this game, and I cannot wait to play it. It's weird because it's like you see the marketing machine behind it because already if you pre-order, you get Shao Kahn. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, really. 
I mean, you know, one of your staple characters, once again, pre-order bonus. Yeah, it's happened with every single game they put out. I get it. I know why they do it. It sucks, but... Also, it's coming to Switch. Interesting. And everybody I saw on Twitter was like, I'm totally buying this on Switch. I'm like, you are fucking crazy. I'm glad it's coming to Switch. I am. Enjoy but the chug. Not everything needs to be on the Switch. That game's going to look either terrible or run terrible. I've seen two fighting games in the last six months running on Switch, and they do not hold 60 FPS. And if you do not have your fighting game at 60 FPS, get the fuck out. Well, if it does run 60 FPS, that game's not going to look great. Also, I don't want to play... Like, everybody's like, I play it portable. I was like, dude, if you want to play a fighting game on those Joy-Cons, more mm. motherfucking power to you, Oof, but those things God, are... Yeah, be my guest. Oh, No way. No way. So, but it's cool that it's coming to Switch. It's also announced for PC. It's up on the Steam store. So, it's uh, already got a release date, April 23rd. Like, they held this one for a long time. They knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> Um, that game's ready to come out. We already know it. <laughs> oh, he's been working on that game for. Oh a long yeah, they've been time. working on it forever. Yeah, that that game could be released today, and it would be fine. Yeah, and we're still not even going to get to see it until January seventeenth. I think is the day. Yeah, he's going to show off. I guess probably four characters and some of the customization stuff. It's all part of the marketing stuff. They'll show the characters there, and then over the next you know four months, they'll slowly trickle them out. That's what they always do. So let me ask you this: you think you think he's finally doing some kind of reboot? No, I think the story will continue. You think the story will continue with like Cassie Cage and all them, like the kids? Because I honestly didn't like those characters. You know, I didn't like most of them. There's a couple that I thought were okay. But most of those characters I could live without. Yeah, I definitely wasn't as much a fan of those characters. It it yeah. feels like Mortal Kombat's the game that, you know, everybody loves the, the traditional set between 1 and 3. And when they try to introduce new characters, they kind of fuck it up. Like, if you remember when 4 came out, those characters were kind of lame. Yep. Yeah. And then the characters from Deadly Alliance and Deception were really fucking lame. <laughs> yeah, I don't There were, again, there were, there were a couple characters in there that were actually pretty good um but in general yeah they were they were bad you had people like what was the shu shao or shu how whatever his oh name was. the guy that looked like kano with the ymca hat or the village people hat yeah, yeah. and you had um uh what was it I, what was the the guy um raiko was that his name from, from uh um, four uh from four yeah he was okay uh, Kenshi was good. That was a good character that was added later. Kenshi was one of the best characters to come out of the Deadly Alliance Deception era. Yep. But like, if yeah. you think about the best games in that series, like when they stopped doing that shit and they did MK9, that was the best game. Like, yeah. That sure. was so good. So yeah, and then they turned around with ten and put some really bad characters in there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really bad. Like, I don't care about any of these characters. No, like and it, not only are they really bad characters, they killed Baraka. Yeah, goddammit. Spoilers, sorry. Well, isn't Baraka like a bunch of them now? Well, all... he is he is part of a race. Yeah, yeah but, like you, you never like you fought that character. But he was um, a specific no, Baraka person. was a specific Tarkin. Yes, I know. I know. Tarkatan. But then they had you fight them, but you they wouldn't have Baraka as a playable character. But what they did was they gave you Alien, which had a bunch of his. Yeah, but yeah, not that the was same. lame. Yeah, 
I, don't, I, don't I love Mortal Kombat. I, I just do. Me too. Can I have the techno soundtrack as available DLC? Thanks. No, because the trailer had some fucking rap song. <laughs> they they've uh, done hip hop the past two trailers. I yeah. want the I want the one done by the Immortals, which is Lords of Acid. That whole soundtrack is. You just want the movie awesome. soundtrack, is what you want. No, I want the one that has um. Jump, Jezebel's coming for my creation. Uh, no, I want the techno um, Chinese ninja warrior theme for Sub Zero. I love that series. It's great, motherfucker. Me and Mortal Kombat. You don't. You don't even know. You don't even know. Which, by the way, Mortal Kombat uh, Ten was put in Game Pass. So, you got Game Pass. You can go play that. So I think that's a lot of the stuff from the Game Awards. I'm not seeing a whole lot else. Uh, Microsoft did announce that uh, backwards compatibility was done for the year. They'll be back in 2019. They added more than 100 games this year. Hmm. Which is crazy. The last batch included Duke Nukem Forever. (laughs) It's such a weird thing. Uh, Then we had the Kind of Funny Games thing on Saturday... Uh, not a lot coming out of that, but The Walking Dead got a release date for the next episode. It's being done by Skybound Games. That'll be out in January. Uh, the Yakuza dev, uh, what is it, Ryato no God, I don't know how to say it. Uh, they announced the name for their new game. It's called Judgment. Judgment. And they are doing a dub. Really? Yeah. Um, huh. It's going to have English voice acting in it. It's optional Japanese. I'm sure the optional Japanese, but I saw the talent that's in it. It's uh... oh okay. Oh man, it takes place in the Yakuza series, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll get Mark Hamill back for (laughs) Dotima. I know Matt Mercer's in it. Okay. I do know that. Um, I'm wondering if that means they're going to voice most of the dialogue this time. I don't like the Yakuza games. The trailer looked. It looked like Yakuza. I mean, that's what it looks like. Damn, I'll tell you one thing. I watched the trailer for it, and I, I like—I don't—I didn't have like—I um, didn't have the volume on it or anything. I just kind of watched it. Man, that engine looks amazing. Yeah. The facial animations in that is amazing. Um, Overwatch's Winter Wonderland starts on Tuesday. I think that's about it. The news. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on this week. It's uh... um, one that showed up uh, today was uh, John Romero has finished his next game, and there's a full reveal tomorrow. Oh boy! I hope it's Daikatana too. It, all that all that I can see is a screen, sh- like a, a photo of John Romero pointing at a screen with somebody doing a putting like a five in the middle of a bloody palm print. Oh, they're also oh. Uh, remastering Blood. Who remembers that game? Whoa, w- wait, really? I'm yeah. wondering if that has anything to do with it. No, it's uh, Night Dive. Night Dive is doing it, the guys that did oh, Turok okay. and Forsaken. And are working on System Shock, which may come out sometime. Who, do, who uh, does John Romero even work for now? I'm assuming he's independent, right? Oh, okay. I mean, he's obviously not working with Car... Because, of course, Carmack's now at Facebook. Yeah, he's he's doing VR stuff. Yeah, it's such a weird thing now. Like, the father of FPS is now working on fucking Facebook VR. On the VR helmet that no one... 
Yeah. Anyway, we got a couple emails. First one comes from Christine. It says, Hey! Hey guys, two things. I've been really interested in Strange Brigade since you guys first played it and brought it up but kept forgetting to email. I know there's some combat and shooting, so I'm wondering how difficult this is for our 8-year-old son. Would it be okay? Would he enjoy that part? I'm trying really hard to get him to venture out to games other than Minecraft and Roblox. (laughs) And puzzle aspects sound like it would grab his attention. Hmm. That game's hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed the first part of it. What game was it again? Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade. Okay. Strange Brigade is a fun game. It's a funny game. Um, I don't know if an eight-year-old could. I don't know that I would let my son play it, and he's eight. It's not a mature title. Um, you're shooting monsters and stuff like that, so. I mean, yeah, it's not gory or bloody. I just, I just don't think because it, it's one of those games that requires a lot of patience and problem solving. And yeah, I yeah, some of those puzzles are kind of head scratchers. My son wouldn't have the patience for it, like. He, it's not that he's not smart enough to do it. It's just kids that age. Just, I don't know. They don't. Their attention spans aren't. Yeah, they kind of just want to blow up and shoot stuff. Like, I'm, if I put him in the horde mode, he'd probably have fun with it. Yeah. But uh, also another game that's in Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. So it's free to play if you have Game Pass. Uh, second part. Ken and Ryan, I'm su- super surprised you guys haven't heard of Bendy and the Ink Machine, since you have both since you both have sons around the same age as mine. Bendy and F N A F pronounced uh, by the kids as Fonoff, which Fana. is Five Nights at Freddy's, is all the rage with our son and all his friends. They watch videos about them on the YouTubes. Yeah, no, I know about Five Nights at Freddy's, but um, my son's never really been into it. Um, I don't know the other thing you're talking about. So, Bendy and the Ink Machine is a first person. I'd say it's more like Amnesia than Five Nights at Freddy's, and yeah. it's about um, like a cartoon studio that's gone under. Like so, like Bendy 30s is, and 40s cartoon style. Yeah, so the, like old Disney is the look these people are going for, um, and uh, basically the cartoons are alive and horror. Stuff happens. I played that game because they released a game a couple weeks ago. Um, there's a real problem with the frames in that game. Like when I turn the camera, it's real jerky. Uh, I don't know. But my son keeps seeing Bendy and the Ink Machine in my games because he can see all the games on my system. And he keeps asking about it, but. I don't know. I let him play Hello Neighbor, so I guess. Yeah, Jacob plays Hello Neighbor. Yeah. There's a new one that came out this week. Do you know that? No. It's the apparently the prequel. It's called Hello. Yeah, you find out why the neighbors like you. Yeah, it's called Hide and, and it's Seek. it's horribly depressing, apparently. Uh, my son plays Hello Neighbor all the time. That motherfucker's like beat that game, I think. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I remember playing that game and like the dude just kept finding me. I'm like, this ain't my jam. I go in and one day he's playing and he's like on level four or whatever, like towards the end. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, it says, thanks guys for keeping me entertained on my commutes. It was nice to have Jay back for an episode, but now we're back to Anthony. Well, I was on that episode too. But says, wow, what says, a shot. This is just kidding, Anthony. That's all right, I'm used to it. This is just kidding, Anthony. Say hi to your sister for me. I'm, I'm, 
I hope I hope I hope my your computes are terrible. I hope uh, listening to this is suffering. Uh, Antonio wrote in uh he says even though I voted for God of War, I 100% expected Red Dead to win simply because of the sheer number sold, meaning it could have clearly garnered more votes. If there was one category I was completely disagreed with was Red Red Dead winning for best musical score. <laughs> Um, on another note, it's a shame I'll probably never get to play Beat Saber since I will, I'll likely never buy the Move controllers. But then again, I can beat my own saber. Wow, it's a it's a masturbation joke in there. Beat Saber looks cool, but again, it's hard for me to pay thirty forty bucks for some of those games. Can I just say I'm not surprised that God of War? Won I'm not surprised. I, mean, I, I feel like there was a more unanimous love for God of War than there was Red Dead, even though Red Dead sold more. I have like I know I'm part of the people, a group of people that were like, "Oh, this isn't exactly what I wanted." I just have I've to heard say, that a lot. I just have to say one thing about the awards. I'm glad Overwatch won another award this year. All right. <laughs> what did Overwatch win? Best esports game. Wow. <laughs> It didn't win best ongoing game because it was up against Fortnite. So yeah, no. But it did win best esports game, so it won one award, and then Papa Jeff got to give the award away for game of the year. I don't know if you watched that. That's kind of no. cool. Uh, did, he, did he did he come on stage and say, "Hi, I'm Jeff from the Overwatch team"? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> Did he really? It was kind of close to that, yeah. But he was—he basically just said it was so cool because they won it two years ago. He's like, it's cool to see another, you know, another studio do this. So, oh, so a slight thing. I just logged into Steam. Uh, apparently, CS:GO now has a battle royale. Yeah. So there's a big story kind of behind this whole thing. Like, if you watch the game awards, it seemed like it was sponsored by the Epic Game Store. Um, and they just oh, launched, right, yeah. yeah, they just launched that store and apparently they're like making big strides to kind of combat steam, which when you have a game that has 200 million subscribers that have to look at that store every time they boot that game up, you kind of got a chance. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, and also you... the big thing for them too, is they're, uh, they're paying the developers a lot more, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. So the split and, for and the Epic Game Store is eighty-eight twelve, as opposed to Steam's seventy thirty. And also, if your game is built on Unreal Engine, the split is ninety-three seven. So, yeah, and this caused some fluff this week because apparently Ashen was supposed to launch on Steam, and instead it launched on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not if you're not um that's not a game that was uh like kickstarted I, I don't see how there's anything to be really upset about but there are people that are like I'm not going to buy your game okay you probably weren't anyways you Yeah know? I don't know I, it's it, if you stop and step back for a minute most of the big games that come out do not launch on Steam anyway because they have their own launchers Mhm you know, Bethesda mm-hmm. has their own launcher. Blizzard has their own launcher. Activision goes through the Blizzard launcher. So, and the only thing that's making me—I'm going to let it sit for a while because I have very little interest in getting another thing on my computer. Um, the 
only thing I'm interested in is are they going to um, maintain the whole idea that they are curating it? Because if that's the thing that they're going to do the whole time, I'm in. Because that's the worst part about Steam. You know, every week we do a list of games that are coming out. I know it's a joke that, like, what hentai games are coming out this week. But that's trash. Like, it's annoying. Yeah. It's... So I'd like to see um, if they're going to continue this or going to open up more. Because right now, obviously, it's in its kind of infancy. So it's hard to say what's going to happen. But if they maintain the fact that they're curating it, I'd like, I'd, I'd probably jump ship to some extent. Yeah. I don't know. I, at this point, I feel like there are too many storefronts on the PC. This is the only one that I think has any sort of chance. You say that, but like GOG got real big for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of companies have their own stores. So, like, if you want an EA game, you can't get it on Steam. If Part you... of GOG's problem is because they're so anti-DRM, a lot of people don't go to them. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for a lot of things, but if you want to play Madden, you got to open Origin. If you want to play fucking oh. Call of Duty, you got to open the Blizzard launcher. If you want to play fucking Assassin's Creed, you got to open Uplay. It's like... And then have it crash, so you have to open it. I, I, my point is is that I don't need that much no. shit running. No, you're absolutely correct, and neither do I. And I honestly... Just Blizzard me... launcher for Overwatch, which I've never started up. And um, Steam. Like, I don't use Uplay. Uh, I think it's forced if I want to play... Um, yeah, Blood any, Dragon, game, that's any it. game you want to play on the PC that is Ubisoft, you have to launch Uplay. It's frustrating because it's like the consoles figured this out. They all have one store. And I get PC can't do that because it's not a closed network. But it still sucks. It doesn't mean it doesn't suck. I don't know. Let's do some tweets. Uh, 33 Exhausted tweeted us last week, said he loves Cinco No Ronde. And we had that conversation where we were talking about Rival Mega Gun. Hmm. That game was something. Uh, I like that Anthony says, time to smash. I'm presuming that reference to Smash Brothers. And probably also a reference to having sex. Probably. Um, Maybe he's going to have sex with Smash Brothers. <laughs> he's going to have sex with Piranha Plant. Good luck. Kinky. Uh, I don't... You know what? I would not read this question if it wasn't so just fucking... Blue Apple Blue, man. Come on. You know it's going to be one of these questions. <laughs> I'll try to read it without laughing. How frequently do you meet KKK members? Have you ever saw a Grand <laughs> Wizard or even a normal wizard? The whole point of the KKK is they're too cowardly to let anybody know who they are. So yeah. I don't know that I know anyone. Oh, my God. What the fuck is going on, man? I'm Canadian, so... Well, you think they don't exist up there? I'm sure there's a there's a. No, they, they definitely are. They definitely if are. The question, they, don't, they don't. They don't have a president they can hide behind, though. If uh, if the question is uh, how many racists do I interact with on a daily basis? Oh, um, no. definitely not by choice, but in this area, a quite lot, a few. A lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, boy, are they? Boy, are they? Uh, Jeremy, no, I don't meet people. We don't meet people with pointy hats. Have a drink with him down at the bar. What's up, Cletus? 
Uh, Terrible ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Jeremy says, I'm pretty jazzed for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Huge get for the Switch. What is your favorite game announcement from the Game Awards, a.k.a. the Kiwis? <laughs> the Kiwis. Well, I can answer... I can answer for Ken. Uh, you shut your mouth. It is not Mortal Kombat. It's totally Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I didn't watch them, so... Yeah, neither did I. So, And honestly, it's probably Mortal Kombat myself. I mean, it's fucking Mortal Kombat, right? I mean, best game um, ever. Gotta be Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat. I am excited Wait, for another Dragon Age, though. Yeah, sure, sure. Too. I'm excited for Marvel next year. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's that, gonna be awesome too. I'm really, I'm excited for that. It was a good. Yeah, it, was, it was. I just want to say it was a damn good show. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I watched actually a lot more of it this year than I normally do. Yeah. I mean, then kind of funny had their stuff. What was it yesterday? Yeah, it was like they announced an hour. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it was like and an I hour. saw a couple games there that I'm like, I'm in. Uh, the Occupation Fight Night. Uh, that's with a. What's the K. one from the French guys that are teamed up with the Japanese? What was it called? The Way Journey of the Unexpected. That game looks fucking. That looks rad. awesome. <laughs> um, and a game I've been waiting for for years is Vain, which is by the uh, team like two guys that left Team Ico, and then I know that they split and they were making very similar games. And Vain was the one they were working on originally together. You're so it vain. Was, yeah, <laughs> you pro- you probably think this song is about you. Probably. But uh, it looks fantastic, so that finally got a release date. But yeah, Wade Journey of the, to the Unexpected. Everybody needs to go watch that trailer. That is weird. Awesome. It, it looks awesome. I want to play that game like a lot. Um, also, I just want to make I just want to make a blanket statement about um, since the kind of funny games showcase was mostly indies. If you're an indie and you're releasing on PS4 and PS Vita. But not on Switch or Xbox One. You you fucking up. You, you, don't, you don't need to put games on the Vita. I don't care how hip and cool it is. You want to make some money? Don't put yeah, it on don't. the Vita. If you're gonna do the like, if you're gonna do a, a portable system, Vita... do the fucking Switch at this. Point. Can I? Yeah. Well, honestly, the Vita market's moved to the Switch. There are still diehards, I'm sure, but like for the most part, look at where Limited Run started putting their. Like, like, a lot of people jumped ship and started asking when Switch release is going to happen because the Vita was getting sort of mediocre shit. Um, and that's a joke about the whole library, I assume. But, um, I mean, it was starting to kind of die out in what they could put on. And a lot of people started asking, like, when's stuff going to come to the Switch? And the Vita market moved. They found the new handheld thing. And I don't blame them because you can use it both as a console and a handheld. But still. Yeah. Don't, I sure as hell don't take a game and put it on the Vita. I saw a couple games that were PS4 slash Vita, and I'm like, mm, why'd you do the work if you're not going to put it on at least Switch? I get Xbox One. It's not the indie mega powerhouse. I get it. But the fucking Switch is, dude. Like, all indie games yeah. should probably go to Switch first. I'm just going to be real honest yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, you can charge more than you can on Steam, and people aren't waiting for sales necessarily. And they don't care. They just buy it. Yeah. Just don't release in the same like week as a Nintendo property. Yeah. Uh, Dustin says, "Got a war game of the year." Uh, I think Octopath got shafted at the awards, but I'm really happy. Um, happy how got game of the year. I, I'm assuming he meant got a war, but 
Well, there was a couple games that got shafted. Uh, Spider-Man got nothing. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Did I actually thought Spider-Man should have won it was uh, nominated. that score. It did not win anything. Oh, yeah, the score in Spider-Man. That's, that's what I expected. It around I expected the, the Spider-Man uh, to win the best score. Um, and when it didn't, I was very surprised. I mean, yeah. I like Red Dead's score, but not as much as Spider-Man's. Yeah, Spider-Man was nominated in almost every category God of War and Red Dead were, and it won nothing. So, I feel like that game got so that game and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which only got nominated like twice. So. Did it win anything? Nope, didn't win anything. I mean, I get it. There are games out there that you know, clearly are going to beat it, but it's just a shame. Um, how about that new Dragon Age tease? Everyone had to Google to figure out it was Dragon Age. No, they didn't. No. Everybody who plays Dragon Age knew exactly what that was. And especially if you just look at the art style of the trailer. Yeah. Like, it was 100% Dragon Age. Yeah, I totally knew exactly what that was. Like, I felt like they... I felt like they were trying to be coy, not calling it Dragon Age. I'm like, motherfucker, she, as soon as the logo came up, you knew exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, new Marvel Ultimate Alliance should be fun, but I'm surprised it's exclusive to Switch. We kind of went over that already. Uh, Psychonauts 2 looks like it's coming along well. It looks like Psychonauts, which is enough for me. Yeah. Still need to play that VR one. He says the ape game looks dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that one where the ape was going through the the stairwell? Um, No, he's talking about the 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 Ancestors game. Oh, and the Assassin's Creed guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he said Devolver has an ape game coming out, and they were jokingly putting that up. So that would... Have they shown Wild at all? Nope, that game is dead. I mean, is that you saying that, or is that, like, official? It was Michelle Ansel, right? I don't know. He was making Wild, the Snake Lady game, right? Yeah, the one where you can turn different animals or whatever. Yeah, he is now working, like, 100% on Bianca and Evil 2, so... Pretty sure that game is kind of dead. Huh. Man, they like really showcased that game a couple years ago. Yeah, and they haven't said anything about it since. I know. I I forgot to mention earlier. So, does anybody know who uh what Fallout 70 like who developed Fallout 76? Bethesda. What studio? Mm, I'm assuming it's Softworks. I I don't know. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Bethesda Game Studios Austin. You might know them as Battlecry Studios. Yeah. Makes sense. They weren't making Battle Cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Dustin says, How, how's everyone enjoying Smash? I know some people hate the unlocking and have been doing the fast, cheap way, but I've been enjoying the rewarding way of unlocking them through the campaign. Uh, some of the campaign fights are pretty clever, how they try to mimic other game characters, but some are pretty damn tough, too. Good variety of challenge. I don't know, I'm just playing the arcade mode. I I don't think I like the World of Light mode. And it's mostly because of the goddamn spirits and cards and all that bullshit. I just don't want any part of that. Since I finished up Vampire, the only complaints I have are lengthy dialogues, and I felt each hub had a couple too many people I didn't want to get to know or help. Really cool game, I would like to do a second playthrough when I get the time. That's a very forgotten game this year. Yeah. Uh, played through Moss, and the game is great for VR, but a little short, and I'm disappointed in the ending since it leaves off in the middle of your adventure. 
I bought Moss. It was on sale this week. So I'm going to play that. Yeah, I have a copy of Moss coming to me. I need to I need to get back into my VR. I need to finish Astrobot before the end of the year. I've only got one world left. I picked up Astrobot finally. I haven't played it though. Oh god, you I know, I know, I know, I know. Basically I expect I every other up. VR game to suck after you play that cuz it's the best. No. Uh I also checked out the Transference demo for VR and yeah, I'm not really interested in that game. Is that sold without VR too? Yes, it's on Xbox. Uh, so okay, it's... I thought so. I thought I saw it on Xbox. I was like, maybe I got the wrong game. Nope, that's yeah. the one. Uh, he says, I played through Goragoa. That was a fun, interesting puzzle game, but I should have saved five bucks and bought it on my phone. <laughs> that game is yeah. cool. If you haven't played that game, you should play that game. That game is neat. That's a buy it on sale on Steam. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says... Played on Rush, super fun, and damn if it's not a current gen Motorstorm. What do you think are some of the other games that could be part of a franchise that's not around anymore? Hmm. Oh. I don't know because like what what franchise isn't being revived? It's Twist, Twisted Metal. Yeah. Poor Twisted Metal. That game was a product of its time. I don't think it needs to come back. Car Combat. Yeah, every time they've tried to bring it back, it has Holy shit, I totally forgot I played the PlayStation Classic. <laughs> oh, see? There you go. Well, there's our conversation on the PlayStation Classic. <laughs> took Speaking it, of Twisted Metal. It took Twisted Metal conversation to make me remind me that I had one of those things. That thing is fine. The internet. They've already hacked it. Well, they've already hacked it, but they haven't done anything with it. Yeah, so they can put games on. That's not... No. They have to fix the emulation, but like I watched a guy play Mega Man Legends off of it. Why would you do that? I mean, that's making it worse. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Terrible no, Ken, ass sometimes, sometimes I'm with you, but uh, you can fuck off with that one. <laughs> Terrible ass. Uh, but I'm choking to death over skater. here So I had to sneak that one Because I knew I was going to get that one in Apparently Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 Doesn't work very well Like the emulation's off But the hardware of it should be able to run it So it's just loading a new emulator on That I think is going to take I, the longest I booted that thing up And I you know, I went in I booted up Ridge Racer 4 And I turned on Naked Glow And I played a race And I'm like yep That's the Playstation But would I? Would you say it's what is it? Hundred dollars in the states? Would you say it's worth that? If there's at least five or ten games on there that you want to play, sure. I suppose. I mean, it's and none of those games are like the big money games, you know. Um, no, Metal Gear, Resident Evil, Final Fantasy VII. None of them are those are the big money games, Anthony. Like they're not. They're not games you walk in and you have to pay forty dollars for. What What are we talking about? Here? I meant like actual money. If you went to buy a copy of those games that are on the PlayStation Classic, I wouldn't say like any of those are like ones where you'd have to drop a lot of money on. Um, they're five dollars on PSN. Yeah, but you gotta have PS3, and who wants to hook that thing up? That take you like or six Vita. years to update it. I've still got my PS3 hooked up. Mine Me sits too. in the mine sits in the bedroom. My son plays Little Big Planet Karting on it, and that's its only purpose. <laughs> I played Red Dead Redemption on it just a month ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, I played the th- I played the 360 version on Xbox. I think the PlayStation 3 is like 
Man, it might be the worst console for me as far as like wow. the big boys go, just because of its it's just that interface and the update system. It's just mm, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say Wii U. Uh, no, I love my Wii U. That controller sucks a piece of crap. That is I have, horrible. I, I've put more time in games on the Wii U over the years than I put in on the PS3. That Fisher-Price yeah. toy. And it's, it's I mean, it's probably because, like like all of us, Wombat was playing everything on 360. Yep, it's true. Yeah, I switched over to PS3, so I put a lot more time in my PS3 than you guys did. Me too. My, my PS3 basically was what my Xbox One is now. It's a it was an exclusive machine. Yeah, mine was too. The I, only things I played on PS3 were exclusives. I think I played. That's on- why I don't understand these people who pick a brand and stick with it forever. Oh, me neither. Because um, every every one of them has on cycles and off cycles, and uh, if you just pick one brand and stick with it forever, you're stuck with all the off cycle shit when they have an off cycle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I I don't I mean I don't particularly do that. I just just got most of my games on PS3 um, back in the day. You know, I mean, like as far as like sticking with a franchise. I mean, I mentioned it before. Far Cry Three I had on PC. Far Cry Four I had on PS4, and then Far Cry Five I got on Xbox One. So you know, I said, that doesn't bother me. I don't know. I, I guess I just kind of got into the PS3. We um we did a lot of streaming back in the day with it, and we majorly the, the most of it was PS3 when we streamed because we just had the the dazzle hooked up to it. Yo, you know what's funny is when this gen started, I went PS4 like everybody else, and I switched back to Xbox for two reasons. Number one was my goddamn Rock Band library. <laughs> Number two was backward compatibility. I picked mine up around backward. I I picked mine up when Rare uh, Rare Replay came out. That's kind of when it hit its stride of, like, there's actually some shit on this thing to play. Because I'm going to be real honest with you, the first year between PS4 and Xbox One, Xbox One was fucking terrible. It was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's why I didn't buy one until yeah. uh, Sunset Overdrive came out. It, it was a bad machine. Like, it had probably my favorite launch game between the two systems in Dead Rising 3. That was well, yeah, it. Yeah, the only launch game, really. Yeah, like, that was it. Like, after that, I played on the PS4 almost exclusively for a good solid year. Because it wasn't Infamous out, uh, like, after a few months? It was, like, the yeah. February after or something yeah. like that. So, like, that was the first exclusive game. And the first the, the first big Xbox game that came Ooh. out was a fucking remaster of Gears of War 1. <laughs> And it was cool. It was a good game, Great. but it's like I yeah. don't want that. I want a new Gears of War game. Yeah, man, you played through that. Yeah, we did. And you know what? That game is still great. I nothing against that game, but that is not what that system needed at that time. <laughs> you know, it blew me away how much I had that game memorized. Yeah, I was, I was spouting off like the name of the chapters before they even popped up on the screen. Man, I played a lot of that game on 360. I, uh, dude, I. I played Gears of War 1 so much. It was so good. Those games, those are another perfect example of what we talked about earlier. It's like, those games are so good, but they're, we're kind of just done, you know? Yeah, you can only do it so many times before you're like, okay, I've done this a million times before. Uh, the Symmetra skin's out. She's a figure skater. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I am not into these skins that they're releasing for Winter Wonderland. <laughs> I, I uh, two of them are furries. <laughs> you saying you're not into furries, true? No, not really. I mean, they've turned Lucio into Sonic Fox. <laughs> I, you know what? Props to that man's speech at the Game Awards. It was yeah, fucking fantastic. I just loved it, the thing he like you can just see how like giddy and nervous and excited he is when he gets up there. Yeah. And then he just like what was it? He spouted off like a like a curse word at some point and it was just like holy shit he just did that. It was like that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that that dude props to him for getting up there and and just saying fuck it. That was cool. It's like the guy last year who flicked off the camera. Yeah, th- th- this was more genuine. <laughs> can I, can I yeah. just say that I'm glad his game didn't show up for any awards? Fuck. Oh, Ferris. His game sucked. His game was a, his later. game was nominated for best narrative. Well, it shouldn't have won, and it didn't. Good. <laughs> what game was it? The a way out. A, a way out. Ah. Uh, Dustin says, "Oh yeah, Joker and Smash. No one saw this coming, and I'm pretty pumped. Also, does this mean Persona Five Golden is coming to the Switch? And if Persona is in Smash, this gets me excited to see who the remaining four are. The possibilities are wide open." Yeah, Nintendo's already said that they are not like normal characters. They're shocking. Master Chief and Smash. Nobody wants Master Chief and Smash. Yeah. Nobody cares about that anymore. No. Nobody cares about Master the Chief. Only... There's another one. There's, There's another one. Halo 5, man. The... Yeah. yeah, Halo's another game that's like, man, I hope Halo Infinite really gets me back into that series. Halo the thing is, is they're turning Halo in what looks like a Far Cry game. Hey, that's fine, though, because the first game is fairly open, so I'm okay with that, as long as it's not Halo 5 with a terrible story that's jumping between two characters and I don't really care about. Yeah, nobody cared about Locke, okay? I'm chasing down the Chief. Could you not? Can you just At the same time, I didn't really care what the Chief was doing. No, you're right. It was back there, too. It was just I cared more about the Chief and his crew, and unlike the dicks that were like, we have to stop them. Like, why? Because... I don't know. Terrible I just want game. I just want Halo to be good again. Make Halo don't, great again. I mean, I, I guess I should probably rephrase that because I sound like a Twitter comment. I want Halo to be as good as it used to be. Don't mess with the controls. You had a good thing. Halo 1, uh, 2, 3, and parts of 4 were really, Reach. really good. Reach is incredible. Reach. ODST. I, I actually enjoyed ODST a I lot. ODST was yeah, fun. You're, you're, that's a great game. Yeah. But, man, Halo 4 was way longer than it needed to be, and it was convoluted if you did not read the books. guy so many times. Yeah, and, like, he was never explained. Like, if you hadn't read the books, you had no fucking idea who that guy was. And guess what? I'm not reading those books. And then Halo 5 was, like, Mm. four hours. (laughs) Yeah, and it was not a good campaign. (laughs) No, I, man, me, you, and Justin... Plowed through that in like two nights. I still like... have a clip from one of the games we played where he threw the grenade on the launcher and then landed on it. <laughs> yeah, and then he landed. He threw a grenade and he didn't realize where it landed. And then <laughs> he jumped on the launcher. He landed on the grenade and died. And it was such a good clip. Raged. Oh, oh my god, that was so good. Uh, yeah. last tweet if uh, from Blue Apple Blue if N4G was a Yakuza family. Who will be the Oyabun Shinjin 
Koyadai and Shate. I don't know what any of that means. I'm out. Sorry. I'm assuming there are ranks inside the the, the family. Sure. I I don't know. Who's the capo? Who's the capo? Gambus Khan. Gambus Khan's the capo. He's the enforcer. <laughs> you fucking right he is. Ain't nobody messing with him and his fucking salt and pepper beard. <laughs> he comes on this bull crap. <laughs> Beat the shit out of people, man. Like, I'm Gambus Khan, bitch. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Oh. Yeah, you owe us money. <laughs> He just walks into a room full of killers. What's up? What's up? <laughs> guys want some wasabi peas? <laughs> oh. I'll bring them to your funeral. <laughs> God, I would love to watch Gambus Khan play a tough guy. He's so great. He's got the, the, the sports jacket for it. He does. Yeah. He comes in with a Superman shirt with a sports jacket on. I mean, come on. He was ahead of his time. uh, Silk-screened Dragon Ball Z shirt. Hell yeah. (laughs) Dude, I ain't... Do you think we're kidding? We're totally not. No. That motherfucker has a tattoo on his left arm of Optimus Prime that's like half the size of his arm. It's huge, man. It's huge. Only have I only have one tattoo and it's of a chalk outline of a body on my arm. Alright, here's what I want to do. Uh, Game of the year show. I want to get Gambus Con on. You're gonna have to pester him, man. I will pester the living crap out of him. Everybody that wants Gambus Con has to send him a tweet. <laughs> but here's the problem with getting Gambus Con on a Game of the Year show. That motherfucker ain't played no game. <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't. But yeah, just but knowing like, that he is okay. We, we that's all him, I want to know. We make him we make him choose without any knowledge of You just gotta pick ten games, Gambus. I, yes. did you play, I don't care if you played it, just pick them. Just pick them. <laughs> Which one do you think was good? <laughs> oh man. Oh, I can't believe we're. I had to write my list the other day. I'm just yanked. You're already out working like, on your list. Huh? Yeah, I yanked out like 15 games of like. Hey, these are kind of the ones I think will probably be there. Like my top four is easy. Ordering them's not easy, but picking them is easy. And then the my other top four is pretty easy too because well, you know I play one was gonna have. One of them's gonna have to be Fallout 76 at this point. Oh my god. Uh, go, go! Coming to game of the year. You totally need to play fucking God of War right now. I am going to play God of War this week. I've already made up my mind since we're not covering the Evil Within two for at least two weeks. That'll give me time to actually put in the God of War. Hell yeah! In God fact, I will go ahead and update it today. I'll put it in my system, let it update. Yeah, you get the photo mode, then you can take pictures of Kratos. I want to get him smiling. You can do that. Okay. Cool. Fucking photo modes. He's no longer angry, man. <laughs> anyway, that is all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, we're at N4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow the team, Anthony is at NTRSKT. Uh, Drew is at DML Fury. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD. Or you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. If you've been and li- uh, Gambus Con. Gambus Con at Gambus Con. Uh, I want everybody who listens to this to at least tweet to Gambus Con, just telling him 
be on the Game of the Year show. That's at G-A-M-B-U-S-K-A-H-N. <laughs> Does he even look at Twitter anymore? I don't even know. I don't have Facebook anymore, so I can't bother him. He is on Facebook. I uh, see him on Facebook. You should hand him off it because I, I deleted my Facebook. All right, search for Gam- <laughs> Jason Cambrell. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many there are, but they're all imposters except for the one on the show. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> but that is the show for this week. We are getting ever so close to the end of the year, and we will be doing Game of the Year in January like normal people and not monsters who do it in December. All the yes, games aren't out yet. Motherfuckers. So, there. So if nobody has anything else, I'm going to go see if uh, my cable company hasn't fucked up my TV so I can watch the football. Cobble. Yeah, fucking, I tried to boot up my app this morning because I usually get my TV ready because I do streaming TV, and it wasn't working. And you I, need to get yourself a Fargate. I tweeted, <laughs> the Fargate. Uh-huh. I tweeted at them, and they're like, yeah, we know it's a problem. We're sorry. We don't have a time frame. I was like, you motherfuckers, I use this thing once a week. Right. Get your shit together. But that's it. Unless anybody has anything else? Nope. 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 Bah! Alrighty, and it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast. Zero dollars. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Gather time. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4G radio lair. The Play games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed. And then, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.